0: welcome back i know you're at at like a small place in the airport in the jungle uh thanks for checking in but um well thanks for just coming back and and giving us all an update but go ahead you were gonna say something
1: yeah no worries yeah well i'll like i'm I'm gonna send you guys more updates it's gonna be awesome um yeah there's there's this cool cool little shack that they they have here get away monkey um but uh yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome i'm I'll, i'll 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 I'm looking for something. That's the most I'm going to tell right. you. But, but yeah, it's good All to be right. back. Well, I'll be back. I got about, you know, I got some time. So that's why I'm here. Um, but what, what now we, you what don't we... have to worry about malaria or any kind of environment. Do you uh, not, not this time of year? Not really. The, okay. Like the mos- the mosquitoes really aren't a, like a problem. Yes, there there are some, but it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. So or from what, from what, from what uh my guide has told me like i don't really okay. need to worry about it so that's good but that's good but yeah but yeah to get to, to yes there is a there is a there is a uh there is a group within the military uh within special forces called psyops psychological okay. warfare like that is their bread and butter and this this brings me back to the very first time we ever t- we ever spoke and that one in it, it, it was just me and you. I, w- I was interviewing you. That and amazing I... episode that never aired. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I mean is like, do you have the recording?
0: I do. I do. You... I used AI to kind of fix your, uh, your audio. It, oh. it, 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 like fixed it halfway. So if we want to use that as like a, a bonus episode, we totally can. It, it is think... on my, it's, it's on my, my podcast. So everyone can listen there, but I'll definitely get us some.
2: Did you guys talk about wandering or... soul?
1: We talked about everything. Yeah, it was fun. It, it, know, was I, like, it was like a...
2: Operation Wandering Soul is like one of my favorite things ever. Because PSYOPs is what I wanted to go into had I been accepted by the military. But obviously, yep. yeah. I really was unable to you seem be. Like
0: a, you seem like a PSYOPs guy.
1: Kind of yeah. tricky. <laughs> kind of tricky. You've got some sort love. of tricks. Of I would
2: seen. love to just mess <laughs> with international. <laughs> in with
1: oh my god, But like, but yeah, like that was that was the commercial. I remember sending you a link and telling you about it because oh, yeah. we, like we were we were talking about conspiracies, like every conspiracy under the sun. We were like we talked that was about like a, that was
0: last year's Halloween episode.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you remember told, telling me that. But yeah, it was uh, yeah there is there is a there is a group within the military they they're called psyops. So, okay. well,
0: but, yeah. I saw a hat uh, the other day that said uh, Army Psychological Operations Division or something, and it had like an insignia. And I was like, is it that official? Is it like that? Do they have mm-hmm. like their own like thing and yeah. everything? I get the See, if yeah, I was running a psych- mm-hmm. PSYOPs thing, I would call it something else. That would also be a PSYOP. I, everything would be a PSYOP.
1: Well, so as soon as like you go through, like here's the crazy thing is like every, like civil affairs, special forces, or so like the um, Green Berets, um psychological warfare and there's i think there's one more I can't remember what it is i oh shit, what is it? I don't know it might be something in aviation, doesn't matter, but there's like four different branches within the special forces and everything like that, and they have their own little fucking insignia and everything like that, like the oh the I'm sure you've seen it it's like the it, Oh my gosh, if we have any ex-military or like Special Forces people listen, they're just going to roast me, but it, I don't know what it is. It looks like a horseshoe. It's not a horseshoe, but it's like yeah, a wreath. It, was, it, it, has it was like weird. I've never
0: seen it before. Yeah. Yep. That's why I was well, like, is this real? Yeah. Yep. Anyway, well, that's cool. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that I know that I, I feel like uh, there's been a few exposes and whistleblowers that have shown pretty definitive evidence of them doing some gnarly stuff on uh, U.S. soil. Uh, Ooh, yeah. There, there was a few things. The, there was one where there was a, there was a, um, it was some kind of a riot a few years back. Not like the riots, but like before that. Yeah. And it was shown after video analysis and all this stuff. It was shown that some military guys were involved in smashing windows (coughs) and inciting uh, a crowd and then there was another one recently where the fbi like announced that they had uh squashed like a white supremacist rally that was planning something crazy and there was this video going around of all of them sitting and it was just like those guys are not just like white supremacist protesters that there was something odd it was like they all knew each other and they just all looked like they were like fresh out of like a like a military academy it just looked yeah. really weird they all were like uh they were all zip tied behind their back and then they all like were getting in a van it looked
1: so sus and everybody was like this is not real <laughs> well speaking of like unreal things we'll we'll, we'll kind of dive a little bit into this is the the fact that like even when like cops or like uh, what is it like just like the specialty departments within you know cop agencies or you know department when they go undercover mm-hmm. like that is insane like the, they go undercover like during the for the hell's angels like the kkk just like all these yeah. little groups it is insane like how deep they can get into it how well they can be trusted i think there was a there was a movie with adam driver yes and in a, yeah i can't
0: I can't remember uh, the other guy's the name black Klansmen, they made that movie but yes the, the actual dude he's like this big dude uh he was on rogan's podcast and he yeah. and and he just would like hang out with like clans members and they're all buddies but it's this like this just this black guy that's like well if you, you gotta really talk to him and like get to know oh, him I'm like dude hats off to you <laughs> that,
3: would be that so, guy
0: yeah i would be yes, so pissed off I- with them but he like bridged a way to talk to like deeply racist dudes and just hang out with them. It was pretty cool.
1: And you know what's the crazy thing is I think I saw the same – I know who you're talking about because mm-hmm. there was a documentary that I watched and he has like some of their robes. Like, yeah. Like some of the – like he's just yeah. like, yeah, this is like an Imperial Wizard's robe. It's pretty cool. you know. <laughs> okay. It's just like but you say, say what you
0: will about the clan. They do have pretty badass titles like grand wizard oh, grand dragon i mean those are some those are some D like yep. names if
1: i ever heard it <laughs> okay i'm not saying i'm not i'm not saying we should steal those names but do we need to have, start having titles within yeah the, uh... but we we just steal
0: it from uh equilibrium where what would the grant grammaton oh. clerics
1: yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. With the, the fake gun jujitsu they do.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Say what you will. That was a good movie. I really it
3: liked was. it. It was.
0: Oh, I'm not I'm not bad mouthing equilibrium. Like that made me cry. And it got me pumped yep. up. It's like one of those yes. rare movies. It's like Fight Club. Whenever I watch Fight Club, I just want to go start lifting weights. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> Society just doesn't get us men. And, and I, just, I just... It activates like this pathway in me.
1: <laughs> oh, that is funny.
2: I do want to point out the jurisdiction stuff on that, by the way. Um, Ooh. So a lot of people don't realize. Um, so the U.S. military and the... Uh, CIA do not have jurisdiction within the borders of the United States.
1: That's yes. why it's bad. Yep. 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 that's
0: why if they get caught, it's like a big deal because they're yeah. they're operating against U.S. citizens.
2: So anytime you see like you know spec <coughs> at that are uh, it's usually ATF, DEA, FBI. There's, oh. I mean, there's a ton of DOJ. Um, because I had to work with those guys for the longest time. And that's where all that stuff comes in. All those deep cover people within the U.S. Like, so NSA does a lot of surveillance, but like DEA, ATF, um, ATF does a lot of deep cover. Project Prism,
0: that is very real. Yeah. That is, are you guys aware of Project Prism? Enlighten me. So, uh, on all the all the it, like, okay, so all the T one or whatever the main internet lines are that are the backbone of the internet, like like basically they're the interstates of the internet and main companies put them in like uh, NBC, Comcast or whoever, and then other like companies rent bandwidth. So like we had in Nashville, like an issue with Google fiber coming in because Google fiber wasn't actually putting any of their, their infrastructure in what they wanted to do. They're like from California and they're used to basically the state leveraging uh, utilities for them and this and that. So they kind of came over here and were like, we want to basically piggyback off of Comcast lines, all all the main lines and offer Google Fiber, which is funny because they weren't actually putting any fiber lines in. It was this big controversy here. Our uh, mayor, uh, Megan Berry was helping facilitate that. And then the whole deal collapsed because it was found out that she was uh, having a, an affair with her um, her bodyguard and using taxpayer dollars to, to go on their escapades. And uh, oh, no. so, that, so that whole thing fell through. And what's hilarious is I saw an article the other day where she's planning to run for mayor again here. And it's like, Ooh. I learned a lot and blah, blah, blah. She'll never win, but it's just <laughs> no. hilarious that she's trying. Um, so anyway, so Comcast, got all a uh, butthurt over it and they left. Um, and I hear that they're fishing around for possible uh, contracts again, but they have to rent. They don't want to rent. It's called like a poll rule in like the codes or whatever. They basically wanted to use the internet rent free. Anyway, so these lines go through the everywhere. And what the NSA or some some department was doing was basically there was this this thing that they were installing on all the major like like the Atlanta hub or this hub or whatever and it and it was literally prisming all the data and and they were siphoning so imagine like your data keeps streaming through but this device is is mirroring it and it's going to be fed into like these giant servers where all of this data is being saved so everybody's internet traffic everything anyone's doing online whether you're using or not. Like the NSA is just housing like these deep bunkers full of uh, full of um, uh, server farms that just collect all of this stuff. And a lot of this stuff was exposed under uh, Snowden. And, and then he had to get out of this country just to like be safe. But the other yep. interesting thing is, I don't know if you guys know too much about the Nashville bombing that happened during Christmas like two years ago. Uh, was, there was, was okay. keep going. Well, they might be the, jogging the, my memory there was a national bombing was what? it the camp was it the camper it was like a van is that what you mean
1: maybe go ahead and Go. go. You, so yeah.
0: well, on broadway there's like this that broadway intersects right by the river down in the heart of downtown and it's kind of like this old section of like older buildings and like if anyone's ever toured or like been just a visit they've probably walked it there's an uh there's all these all these buildings well there was a um it it was really weird so in all of these things there's always like this patsy where they're like oh he's dead and then they throw up this mugshot of someone no one's ever seen before my hitler (laughs) my i would not be surprised if like uh uh deep state intelligence has had access to like kind of uh, uh, AI generated imagery, and I wouldn't be surprised if half the people they always throw up on the news are even real. But so the the Nashville bomb goes off. All right, before it goes off, first off, it went off during a time when nobody was there. Nobody was in the streets. No, no civilians were hurt. Yeah. But what's very interesting was it was uh, parked right in front of an old building that was retrofitted to be AT and T servers. Now, if anybody knows anything about AT and T, the uh, government and AT and T are very cozy, Uh, and so it was right before the election, the the different the Biden election. And so yep. there was all these theories on what was going on, what was being housed in these servers and why nobody was there in the facilities or anywhere, anywhere around, and why that bomb was chosen to go off at that particular time. And why would the guy, if if his aim was to kill people and make some weird crazy person statement, why didn't he take people out with him? Why did, why were all the streets you know cleared out and all that? And why was there a megaphone uh, on the truck that said, Ah, uh, there is a bomb going off, and there was like loudspeakers. Yes, yeah, yeah. So there, there's all this footage of like the, the the police like knew about it, and then the mayor that we have now, uh, after it all happened, was like <coughs> on camera laughing. He's like, "Yeah, just another crazy Christmas morning," and he was just like laughing, being an idiot, and he's he's not a thing anymore. So, but uh, so. The, the theory is were that these non-des- this nondescript location was housing a lot of records and things, and a particular entity wanted to take out that server. And
1: uh, I don't yep. know if it was
0: successful or not, but
1: that's what I heard. I remember that. I remember that vividly where it was, was – wasn't it, too, that he didn't even stay – was it he stayed in there? Because I thought it showed him getting out and him not even being in the van. Or the... well
0: that's that's the thing there's conflicting reports too and one report i could have sworn that i heard that a woman was involved too with him and yeah. and then i i i don't think i can find anything on that but like when everything was going down and it was crazy here i i could have sworn that there was like a woman involvement and then this guy with this crazy mugshot, and but there was no body there was i mean that i saw i mean they yeah. usually the internet usually posts like some gnarly photos every now and then after the fact. And I just it was crickets after that. It was very strange. They did a cleanup really fast. And yep. like and that that was it. Everybody forgot about it.
1: I I remember that because there was I feel like during that time frame, there was just a bunch of crazy stuff going on. And yeah, it just doesn't fit the MO of a typical car bombing yeah. or like, you know, someone. But then again, there's a There's plenty of times where it's like, they're just after like one single person, you know, not like a a mass majority. So it could have been something where it's like, okay, the guy put the car there thinking that the person that he was going to get was going to be in that building. You know, there's, there's a bunch of theories, but like, that's, that's what I love. Those, those, like those theories and like, what, what, this just doesn't make sense. And like all this, Mm -hmm. all these like connecting to, I love that stuff. I mean, it's horrible because of like the things that happen sometimes, but it's a, it's a, it's a good head scratcher but i do yeah. remember it i do yeah i know i know that uh there were some
0: local people around here that were like were were there uh were there like dominion voting machine records were like they were going down that rabbit hole there was like yep. th- but that was like one of like 10 theories there was like a whole lot yep. of them it was funny it was funny uh before <laughs> Wendigoon got popular he like he was like in his bedroom and he was like Merry Christmas. Uh, now we're going to talk about the Nashville bombing. <laughs> it was like Christmas <laughs> morning. I'm like, what is going on? I like I woke up and like went to go get coffee down at like I have a local like gas station marketplace down my street and they were all talking about it. I'm like, what is going on? So I like turned on the news and everybody was like freaking out. <laughs> uh, but not before my coffee. I just I don't yeah. entertain nonsense before my coffee. Never never. No, I've hung up on people. People call me with like this problem and they're like, I, 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 and I've just hung up and then drink my coffee and then call back. I'm like, sorry, I, I just woke up. I I can't speak to you before that. I'm serious. Like My brain doesn't work. I can't remember like, like a sentence before, like I, I said, whatever. So I've learned just to like hang up before I like start dream talking to like clients and stuff.
1: I'm the complete opposite. Like I, I can function very well. Like, so right before I got on here and everything like that, I would only been awake for like 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. but like, I, I don't know, like my body just operates so well. Like first thing in the morning, like in the more, like, I don't know, I get very cranky towards bedtime (laughs) and it's just like, I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, just don't talk to me. Like I'm, I need to go to bed. I need to get some
3: sleep and everything. first up, but I will oh. say
2: I'm the same, I'm a morning person, and I'm surprised you guys can tolerate me <laughs> at night.
1: <laughs>
2: That's when no, we yeah. Mostly record for my time. Then,
3: <laughs> do we need been, to start?
1: It's been great. Do we need to do a morning one?
2: Oh, if you get me in the
0: morning, uh, it was know. gonna be, it's gonna, I'm gonna be just a complete jerk. That would be kind of
2: fun. <laughs> I'll be, and I'll be the opposite. Like, I'll be, like, very talkative. I'll be, like, all over the place. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, you guys got to understand. Like, this is.
1: <laughs> I was thinking, speaking of that, I thought it was it would be really fun for an episode if we found something that we all completely disagree upon. Yeah. <laughs> and co- And come to the table just with our strong talk. But it's going to be so hard. It's going to be something where it's, like, it's going to be, like, pie. Where it's like, oh, no, apple's the best pie. No, pumpkin. Like, I don't know. Because I feel like we agree on so many things that it's going to be like to find the one thing that we're just like we disagree upon. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. Definitely
2: the ingredients and in food. I can't think of anything other than that. We could
0: have a really in, in, inflammatory uh, title like abortion good or evil <laughs> all right this is my stance on pie <laughs> wait, wait we just like all make sure that we're in different time zones and and at our most grumpy point in the day which is different oh for each gosh. of us and then we
2: just like hash it out that would be so funny oh my gosh if we're at our, if we're, if we're our worst
1: i'll just be like yeah kill it i don't give a shit but, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but see, here's the thing is if uh, if we can survive that that debate I think we can survive anything the friendship is strong then yeah yeah you know I mean,
0: speaking of speaking of professional friendship oh sorry Clark I interrupt. I
1: was just I gonna say said. best condiment best don't condiment. apologize don't apologize yeah fuck you Clark anyway <laughs> the other day
3: yeah, hell Seth <laughs> I
2: was just gonna we just start with best condiment go with it
3: <laughs>
0: we have a list we have a we have a contentious oh, like notepad of subjects, if
2: you um, have okay, chi- well, you have chicken fingers, if you have chicken tenders, what are you dipping them in?
1: Okay, um, here, here here here's the honey thing. Honey mustard. I okay. This is gonna be kind of weird. I don't like anything. Oh, this is gonna sound so weird. I don't like anything breaded. <laughs> are you no, say it, you don't like you don't like sauce? Anything? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay. I don't I don't like anything white it's gonna sound very white but so like mayonnaise pudding um like you... chicken alfred chicken alfredo like uh Whoa. yogurt it's Ch- it's a chicken texture it
3: yeah.
1: i think it's the creamy white it's i don't know what it is because like butter oh. butter's okay but like anything like shit anything like that i I, think, I just i can't stand i don't know if you guys are the same i don't know if like cuz ranch don't like ranch
0: what, what was like your staple meal as a kid cuz we let's like di- dissect this cuz i feel like we could get somewhere in understanding your weird food choices
1: okay so i do have some some trauma in my childhood with food and like one of them in like even to this day i don't like tuna because i remember like i it's a smell thing and it just like it stinks Tuna stinks. There's and no way does. if, ands, are bunts. And uh, I remember my mom. And tuna. Not like, you had like sashimi tuna. Like fresh tuna. So, yeah, okay, yeah. Canned tuna. Canned tuna, yeah, I don't, okay. I, I just, I cannot stand. And it, I remember it was, I was a little, just a little chap sitting at the table. And my mom made like tuna salad. And that's what we were having for dinner. And she knows I'm a picky eater and she knew I wasn't gonna eat that shit, but she made me sit there until like eight o'clock at night. She's like, You're gonna eat it. And I'm like, I'm not gonna eat it. <laughs> so that might be oh, where so your
0: parents were like, You're not you're not going to watch TV until you finish everything on your plate.
1: Well, so like they weren't they weren't like until everything is gone, but it was one of these oh, things where were. like they, <laughs> they
3: knew felt-
1: that they I,
2: Must have have... eternity because if you're in Minnesota, like it's like five o'clock, it was
1: dark, (laughs) yeah. Uh... It must have felt like an eternity, been like, I just want to go to sleep, (laughs) and that might be why I get cranky at night. Like, there's there's, we're figuring it out right here,
2: yeah. Interesting,
0: it
1: was
2: night for four hours, and you were still,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't know, it's. I honestly, I, I don't know what it is. It's, I, I, I I'm trying to think, but I've like, so like when I was a kid, I was, I was, I was, I was always, I was always a picky eater. Like I remember one time we went to an Italian restaurant and I, I wanted to get a cheeseburger and my parents are like, you're at an Italian restaurant. There are no cheeseburgers. You're getting like something. I'm like, I don't want that. I want a cheeseburger. And then they're like, okay, do you like meatballs? And I was like, yeah. They're like, then get spaghetti with meatballs. I was like, they have that here. I was kind of an idiot. (laughs) I was like 15 or 16 at the time. I don't remember, but.
3: Uh, But
1: My mom was
0: always uh, a health nut. And so that's where I got my, my, I'm very thankful mom. Uh, she 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 got me on my like eating healthy and minimally path, and I, I I would be I wouldn't be the same without it. But I do remember being made fun of because she would make uh, these fresh sandwiches, and you know like Nerd. fresh Nerd. yeah fresh sliced Nerd. onions and vegetables Legend. and lean meats <laughs> on a sandwich. It, it it has a particularly pungent smell, and so I, I would everybody else would be eating cafeteria food, and I would have that. And everybody would make fun of me. I still, to this day, still cannot stand Justin Murphy. You still drive me nuts every time I think of you. But I didn't peak during high school, Justin. Now I'm in my prime. What are you doing? He made exactly. it. Yeah. Were, were anyway. you the
1: stinky kid?
0: Or like, were you like the stinky sandwich kid? The stinky sandwich kid. I, no, I used Axe probably too much axe so I wasn't I wasn't that stinky. <laughs> we did grow up in that era Where, the, like, the axe era. That. Oh yes. man the, the guy's locker room after PE was oh. just a a a vapor oh. den of axe deodorant. And Something I don't I to. would not be surprised if there's like cancer linked to axe one day. Yep. <laughs> we
1: all have it <laughs> I, I, I a have,
0: Specific
2: I have respiratory problems because of that and I, I don't smoke. <laughs> It's from Axe. Sorry. The doctor comes in.
0: You have uh, Axer, and it's terminal. I'm sorry.
1: What is it from?
2: (laughs) Axe, duh. It's from Phoenix, Clark. It's from Phoenix.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, what Oh yeah, what was the one I had? All, um, all the names You just said like... Phoenix. Oh, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing a search right now. Yeah, all, all, the
2: right, names. So... all the names were stuff like that. I think Phoenix was the blue. Uh, There's was, a... I was
1: I was going to say like they had like the main ones. It was like a blue one, a green one and like I think like another one or just like a normal like just all black one,
2: blue, a red and then there was like a blue and red cross one like Ooh, I, I, there, there was remember. one
1: with like a yeah i remember but I,
0: there was one with like i clerk i think I, I think i was a phoenix guy yeah
1: i felt like Dude. so individual with phoenix. pretty sure on. pretty
2: sure blue was the phoenix one
1: there was chocolate i remember a commercial for chocolate oh, yeah oh yeah
2: because the I mean, oh, they, yeah. really cool. they were like hey
1: you ever want girls like this yeah and they were they were advertising towards us middle school
3: boys and what's hilarious is all
1: the girls hated it
2: (laughs) okay you didn't use x and it's like none of those models ever
0: the most atrocious smell when i can still smell it in in like my memory
3: oh gosh
0: are you gonna put one in the Podcast photos. Dude, I i found it's in a I can't read it, but there's like a full picture of several of them. But I recognize it. It's like a golden swirly thing. I'm pretty sure that's oh, the one I, I that one too. <laughs> Is that not the Phoenix one? I just
2: remember all of the like I remember all of the,
4: the
0: color oh. designs. It was oh. it was the it was the dragon and a unicorn.
1: What is that one?
3: I don't know the names. Oh,
1: I can right, I'm gonna drop <laughs> oh, this in the. T- oh, 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 that's uh that's tornado swirl. Yeah, that's that's a good one.
2: <laughs> I'm very happy that I don't remember the names.
1: <laughs> what flavor
0: is that? Blue. <laughs> my blue is my favorite flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh. <laughs> can I just drop? Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. Here. All right. All right. Incoming axe photos i'm putting i graduated
2: my douchiness up to true religion thank you very (laughs) much
1: but okay so here's the thing though do you guys remember the bod spray yeah yeah like it was it it was like a cartoon yeah it was like a you know windex like spray bottle (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's what it was
2: that was the evolution of axe like that was definitely (laughs) they took over the commercials like with the douchiness commercials I did the bod spray, but it was like, oh, it's like, here's like a landscaped street where everything's blown away and you're walking down it by yourself and you're just <laughs> getting the scent on you. All these women come out of the, like, instead of a zombie apocalypse, it was like the women just come out of the crevices and they're like, oh my gosh, I smell Okay, okay so I got,
0: I got the names. All right. I think I was, I used Kilo. I
2: used essence and I used kilo
3: minutes. kilo yeah, essence yeah. a,
2: this is the red is the red and blue one twisted isn't it
0: the red and blue yeah okay so yeah, it's like a dragon I and I it. yeah
3: yeah I know my doucheness.
2: oh that is so funny look at that Can I'm rolling the sleeves I'm rolling the sleeves and I got to show off some tattoos and stuff <laughs> <laughs> do this oh
0: man i wonder i wonder if anybody got uh axe deodorant logo tattoo hold on
2: oh gosh no.
0: oh you know
2: they did those tattoos are not (laughs) are
0: not like uh, (laughs) i (laughs) guarantee whoever got this has oakley they're wearing oakley's in the photo
3: hold on (laughs) oh my gosh
0: Uh. (laughs) tattoo cream Apparently the same company uses tat makes tattoo cream. Now, nope. nothing's popping up of an axe
1: tattoo. Yeah, I I bet I can find one.
2: Got one. Somebody has gotten one. So,
1: <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, someone. It, it yes, about to make him famous. <laughs> Where are you, X Ax-
0: Axe. Just, welcome to That's Effin' Weird. Here's yeah. our Axe Deodorant segment.
2: It started from hey, I've got a few topics we could like run down. And then it just became hey, Alex I, popped I, in.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Essence?
1: I was a Phoenix dude. You were an Essence dude?
3: All right. <laughs>
1: Okay, maybe this is going to be a little bit harder than I thought. I'm just getting pictures of people with axe tattoos. Like an actual oh, axe. Yeah, yeah,
2: Oh, you know what that is? That's because the whole like pagan Viking thing is like huge right now. So. Uh, yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. And I even put axe logo tattoo. And nothing. Are you duck duck going it or Googling it? I'm duck duck, brave duck going browser?
0: it. Oh, okay.
1: I'm, 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 duck, I'm duck duck going it. Yeah, good. You're not going to get. Now, the only problem with
0: DuckDuckGo is uh, they draw their images off of Google's. uh, Oh, systems. So I've switched to Brave and Start Page, guys, just saying. Ooh, I'm pretty sure we had like a segment on that, too. (laughs) I think we (laughs) we've talked a lot. I know it's weird Uh, cranking out episodes. You kind of start forgetting stuff like every now and then I'll see you uploaded a clip. I'm like, I don't remember this at all.
3: i'm talking
0: i'm like out of breath and i'm talking about like the moon landing what is going on for like four
2: hours
1: sometimes like i feel like we have a lot of intersecting conversations because when i'm making some of the uh those uh video clips it's really hard to remember because we have like over a hundred now video clips on our youtube and so go check those out and uh it's really hard to remember, like, did I use this before? Or like, yeah. so conversation bleeds into like another clip that I've done. I really should just start going in order, just being like, all right, I'm going to use all of this video and then all of this video. But I, I like to just kind of keep it random because I feel like this kind of like the heart of the show. Like we kind of get on these banters sometimes, yeah. all the time. <laughs> you know, you know, I,
3: I just kind
0: of like a really good idea. Hold on. Um, uh, Yeah, here it is. All right. I feel like uh now that both of you guys are here, we should ask chat GPT to create a, um, a, a story about uh, a guy that feels like he's going to find all the women with Axe deodorant.
1: Oh my gosh, please. Right. Are you going to, Oh my gosh. Yes. And I'll, I'll read it all dramatically for. Okay. Thematic. So this is, this is chat. What is it called? GPT. Chat GPT GPT four. Okay. I mean. And if, and if some of you are listening and you don't know what that is, you're you're good, Clark. Yeah. Um, I'll explain to the audience what we're uh what we're about to do. So there's a, a Google, or not a Google, but there's a an AI program where Seth right here, he's gonna type in just a couple of key things for uh, the AI to do, and then it's going to generate a script, a story, you kind of have to be specific with it, whether like, correct me if I'm wrong, Seth, like if you want a movie script, or like a story narrated, like it'll give you specific things, but you got to be specific for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what you got to kind of do for this AI program. Um And then it just generates this and then you put key players in there. So Seth will put, again, myself, Seth, Clark in there. And then it'll just It'll come up with this random story. It's pretty good. We've done it a couple of different times. We call this program here at, at that stuff, and we're George. So when we're like, "Hey, let's get George to write us a story," he's our intern. Yep, he's our intern. He's the one that writes us these stories. Um, so yeah, it's actually pretty entertaining. We've done it a couple of different times. So I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm eager to see what what it comes up with. All right. I'm asking GPT4 to write a uh, short story about a guy that believes he
0: will get a girlfriend if he uses Axe deodorant body spray. Set it in Nashville, Tennessee.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: Let's see how accurate it gets my high school days. Oh. <laughs> you should have put in like early, like you should put in like in the 2000s. <sighs> <sighs> uh, well, it's already writing. I, I'll, I-, I can only... <laughs> What we can do, a,
0: okay. we can do a part two.
2: Um, okay. All right. Well, now I kind of, I kind of want to like a Back to the Future retcon where he takes X body spray back to the fifties.
3: <laughs>
2: oh but right, let's get, please let's actually get the two thousands because that's what I want to hear.
3: <laughs> you know what's you know sad what?
1: though? Oh, go ahead. Is I, sorry. I bet you within the next ten to fifteen years they are going to remake Back to the Future and it's going to be horrible. It's going to be just dog shit. Probably. Don't tell me don't tell me that there's already something happening.
0: Okay,
1: no, I'm I was about huge. to say I'm a huge a, I can't tell when.
2: huge car guy. What car do you think they would pick if they if you had
1: remake Back to the Future? Tesla.
2: Oh fuck.
1: A Tesla. <laughs> a, a Tesla, 100%. Jesus they would par- like <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it would be set in like five years from now, and then he would be going back to like what mid two thousand. What? How long did he go back?
2: He went yeah, he back was in thirty the... years. You got to remember, is eighty five. Okay. He went back thirty years to fifty five, yep, and man. then he went forward to twenty fifteen. So it's
1: like, I I now that you guys say it,
0: I can totally see them making
1: it. Yep, yeah. and and that's that's perfect. Like I when as soon as you said car, I knew Tesla. Test the like, test like one of the Tesla, like the uh, that test vehicle that they brought out, like the new truck that you could like put mm-hmm. a dollar down payment on, and you like were the one of the first ones to buy it if you if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I bet you like it'd be something weird, like a weird because that's the kind of like what the DeLorean was, it was like a weird futuristic car. There's like, yes, there was a lot of them made, but it not very long. that is something elon musk
0: would definitely uh uh sponsor in a movie he'd be like yeah use the Cybertruck and uh we'll pay you (laughs) yes
3: and
2: even though it it was fueled by cocaine trade it actually was made by an independent uh like billionaire guy wait the car or the movie yeah john like delorean the delorean was like the dmc company was made by john delorean who was yep. a self-made millionaire guy, very Elon Musk esque, but he was just fueled by the drug
0: trade. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be clipped in the future. It's like that. Seppin Weird
1: got it right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at they these guys. It. Just yeah, like this dead podcast. Never. <laughs> <laughs> this will go on.
0: Uh, oh, all right, all right. Here we go. Um, I was about to play some dramatic background music, but. So I can control the copyright issues. I will add it
1: now. Oh, all right. Oh, I like this. This is good yeah. music.
0: Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Once upon a time in Nashville, Tennessee, there lived a young man named Tucker. Tucker was a decent looking fellow with a good heart. But he never had been uh, quite lucky in the love department every relationship he tried to cultivate seemed to wither away like the leaves in autumn nevertheless (laughs) tucker's determination to find a girlfriend was never waned one day as he was scrolling through social media he stumbled upon an advertisement for axe deodorant body spray the ad portrayed suave confident men surrounded by beautiful women all thanks to the magical powers of axe tucker was captivated he thought to himself Could this be the secret to winning a woman's heart? Can Axe really bring me the love I've been searching for? Uh, Feeling a spark of hope, Tucker decided to give it a shot. He drove to the nearest grocery store, his heart pounding with excitement. He he spent... (laughs) He spent an exorbitant amount of time pursuing the the deodorant aisle, finally settling in on the dark temptation scent. He figured his particular this particular <laughs> fragrance would be his best shot at enticing the ladies. The next day, Tucker woke up with a newfound sense of confidence. He showered, groomed himself meticulously, and dressed in his finest clothes. As he pre- prepared uh, to leave his apartment, he what high schooler is this? He's got an apartment. Uh, as he prepared to leave his apartment he reached for the axe deodorant body spray with a a deep breath he liberally doused himself okay that's his first mistake you have to inhale it in he liberally doused himself in the dark temptation scent ready to conquer the day and win the heart of a woman as Tucker walked through the bustling streets of Nashville, he he couldn't help but notice the reactions of people around him. Some women seemed intrigued, while others wrinkled their noses in disapproval. Despite the mixed reactions, <laughs> Tucker was undeterred. He believed in the power of acts, and he knew that somewhere in Nashville, his future girlfriend awaited. He decided to he decided to visit a popular coffee shop in the heart of the city, confident uh, that he'd find a, a, his kindred spirit there. Upon entering, the strong scent of freshly brewed coffee momentarily overpowered the scent of his axe body spray. Tucker scanned the room and spotted a young woman sitting alone, her nose buried in a book. Her long auburn hair and delicate features instantly captivated him. As he approached her, Tucker felt the familiar butterflies in his stomach. He looked. At, he took a deep breath and reminded himself of the axe ad he had seen. Confidence, he thought that was the key. Uh, Tucker (laughs) stood tall, puffed out his chest and introduced himself with a warm smile. Hi, I'm Tucker. I couldn't help but notice you were sitting there and I was wondering if I could join you. The woman uh, glanced up from her book, her eyes widening slightly as she uh, took in Tucker's appearance and the scent of his body spray. Her name was Emily, and she hesitated for a moment before responding. Sure, I hope, she, she said, a hint of uncertainty in her voice. Tucker's heart swelled with joy. He sat down and began to chat, cautiously feeling each each other out. They discovered uh, a, lo- a shared love for old records and vintage bookstores. Okay, that's half Nashville. As the conversation <laughs> flowed, Tucker couldn't help but noticed that Emily seemed to grow more uh, comfortable with him, despite the overpowering fragrance of his body spray. Before long, Emily looked over, uh, looked at her watch and realized she had to leave for work. As they said their goodbyes, Tucker mustered the courage to ask her for her number. I'd love to continue this conversation sometime. May I have your number? Emily hesitated, but then smiled warmly, jotting down her number on a napkin. I'd like that, Tucker. Tucker beamed as he walked out of the coffee shop, clutching clutching what? It just ends <laughs>
3: clutching. Didn't yes! this happen another
0: time <laughs> didn't this happen another time where uh, it just stopped and said yes. error
1: <laughs> that's
3: <laughs> no one else
1: that's a that's a story through AI <laughs> dude, I was
3: I... hoping
0: I was hoping that it would it, at the end would be clever. like it would be like, <sighs> yeah, here's my number. But next time, could you not wear the body odor? the, <laughs> the body spray? <laughs> that would have been you that would have been pretty it. clever,
1: yeah. <laughs> Take it down.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. That Thanks was pretty
2: great. good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got... George. George, got sorry, George. <laughs>
0: He's an unpaid intern. I
2: got the feeling that he got the number despite the uh smell, not uh, because of it.
0: Yeah, see, that would have been the good moral of the story. That's why <clears> humans <throat> need to still write until GPT-5 comes. Then we're then we're obsolete.
2: they didn't say that he looked like you know like oh, insert hot male celebrity, whatever.
4: <laughs> like it seems, it seems like
2: he could have just gotten her number <laughs> regardless.
3: Because
2: <laughs> at some point, like it said she was like,
1: mm, I smell X. Like like, I think yeah, I think the two things that would have made that story better. A, if you would have added in um like in a high school in nashville tennessee and then keeping the in like adding like in the early 2000s because okay. there was like social media and then he was like came out of his apartment in a coffee store so like yeah it it, it was good but it could have been better and that's what you get with an <laughs> ai story you can't get gold every time but it was it was still good i really liked it good oh, job good job george
0: yeah george I'll, I'll work on, I'll work on my, I'll, I'll fine tune my prompts for the next episode. I'll refine the story and be, and be ready to go.
1: That, speaking of right or fine, uh, oh, geez, fine tuning prompts, uh, the, the drip dot app, like, you know, the, those, yeah. those AI generated things, mm-hmm. that is really cool. And I did it again. I created another email cause I was like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta be more specific. You have to be super specific if you, because like I put, what was it? I was like me in a Jurassic Park movie wearing a cowboy hat, like really, you know, like just so something yeah. weird like that, and like it, it was like the same image with like messed up eyes and messed up teeth, like with a thumbs <laughs> up. <laughs> you know what? Let me see if I can find one of them. Uh, oh my god! Uh, but it's a it's it's a great, it's a, it's a great app. I think so I,
3: you guys should do it. You,
0: you made me um uh very uh uh brave enough to try out uh putting my face in an AI algorithm, and I yes. absolutely hate it. I absolutely what? hate it. They made you me have, look so stupid.
1: You got pictures of it?
0: Yeah. Yes, it's you so got. It's so stupid. That's... I I don't want anyone ever just. I'll, I'll send it to you guys, but I am not posting these. You got to just post it in one of them i i look like uh i don't know like i don't know I was, i'm gonna, the i'm trying to find appropriate terms but i i don't look uh the greatest so i i i'm not i'm not
1: too happy with them uh, i i think i i know what you mean and when i send you guys this picture Let me know if this is, like, what you mean by, like, they're not the best.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I look like
1: a dopey child. I'll just say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I look like I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, like, I'm really happy to be there. Like, this is the face of someone that's really happy to be hanging out with you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I know what you mean. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs)
2: <laughs> wow it made you look so innocent Where is I, know,
0: it? I know i know I, I don't i don't know i'm like <laughs>
2: <laughs> no way. Really? Like I, said, I don't hate on it it's just like it's like hi guys i'm just bye. yeah i'm just glad you let me come i'm <laughs> please, so please.
0: glad to be a part of this podcast
1: guys
2: yeah <laughs> Please put it. Thanks in for me letting Please. me come along.
1: <laughs> Please put it in the photos. Let the world see. <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh my I'm, gosh! I'm I'm, I'm I'm
0: so I'm too vain. I can't. Listen, <laughs> oh. I can't. I can't. I can't figure out which one I hate more.
2: <laughs> oh gosh! There's another one. Let's do it. Oh, uh. <laughs> oh, you look, oh, you look oh, like name? um. Oh gosh, who's in uh, the guy that's in Lesby Cops and New Girl? I, oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, I know
1: who you're talking about. I,
2: I got IMDb it real quick because <laughs> what I look like it looks like it's it's like an ice skater version of him. god. <laughs> <laughs> like a- it looks like you're going to the Olympics. Ice skating is that?
1: Right? <laughs> Please put them. A- oh my gosh! Seth, the world needs to see. Uh, fine, this.
2: you can put them in 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 the
1: whatever. Just don't put them on Instagram. I don't want them on Instagram. That's that's gonna be too rough. I'll I'll we'll, we'll just put them in the Discord chat. If you really want to see them, look in Discord. <clears throat> oh. What kind of prompts did you give to make like? Did you put like ice skater Olympics? Me like. Hey, it's, it's
2: Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson is the actor.
1: <laughs> Jake Johnson.
2: Yeah, I'm to be that. You look like uh, you look Johnson. like him, and uh, you Jake definitely Johnson. look like you're um, like you look like 1980s Olympic uh hopeful. <laughs>
0: jake johnson american actor that guy with the beard yeah
1: Yeah.
0: wait wait is there a younger picture of him that you're referring to
1: oh gosh
2: um,
3: uh, come
1: on (laughs) what are you guys snickering at what's going on i'm looking at your pictures (laughs) the they're so good did you did you see mine though I did. I like the one uh,
0: that looks like you're. In, it's like a still from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> oh
1: yeah,
2: dude, yeah, yeah. The dude from, uh, yeah, the dude from fucking New Girl.
0: <laughs> I just, yeah. I'm just now looking at. I'm looking at uh, the are there, are there guns on what are what's on the. <laughs> i don't know i don't know what's on the ground (laughs) i like how your belt buckle is on the back
2: yeah (laughs) i didn't even notice that yeah i was trying to figure it out like okay it's supposed to be
0: (laughs) i like your third arm coming
1: out under your other your right hand
2: (laughs) that's really gonna help you stabilize the sniper rifle
1: yeah there's so much going on in that picture that that's jimmy he was built he <coughs> the <laughs> <snocker. laughs> just
0: pulls the trigger pull. we call him tripod <laughs> uh, uh, man i know i feel like there's endless fun with ai there's too that, many
2: the home depot music playing on that <laughs> one
1: <laughs> have you heard the remixes to that song okay. yes I
3: have oh, seen there's... the
1: guys with the, the PVC
0: drums in the <laughs> garden center. I'm
3: looking at
2: the 80s one again. <laughs> Wait, where are you putting these? I can't find them. So which one? Which in the you are... section, I'm looking at the one you put up of yourself.
3: <laughs> of <Seth>? yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: They're so good oh, with, with the lighting. The more, look,
2: the more I look at it, I'm just like, yeah, this guy. 1980s where did, the gold medal actually 1980s bronze medalist freestyle
0: uh i cannot find your fo- oh you're putting him in here where did you put the other one Try to find one? the other ones because you oh, you put all the other oh there they are i found
1: it. yeah they're just <laughs> further up
0: <laughs> i like the, the one g i like the gta one you look like the guy who's in one, uh, horrible bosses, and, and Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah,
3: this is that's
0: yeah, that, that's who you look like in the in the GTA one.
1: Yes, yes, that's who it is. The one above it, though, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like you you you're it looks like you just made finalist in some really strange Japanese game show. (laughs) Uh,
3: Smith.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: That is awesome.
0: Uh who who remembers that weird Japanese game show that was on Fox? It was a betting betting show. It was a show where you like bet on each segment was like uh you had to, like, put money down at home with your friends. It, uh, what? Uh,
2: Bonsai. What was that? Banzai? You talking about original Takeshi's Castle? No, 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 no.
0: No, no, it was on Fox. It was uh, mid-2000s.
3: It was the funniest thing ever.
0: Me and the boys, we would go get some, like, Colt 45s and uh and just like uh like drink several of those while smoking swisher sweets and watch
4: bonsai
0: yeah bonsai (laughs) bonsai and it was the weirdest things it was like uh uh granny's racing in uh in uh like those little scooters Um. and it was like uh sumo wrestlers doing weird things or like uh people hanging off of monkey bars and like getting hit and who who would, like <laughs> and it always have like timers and like you were supposed to place your bets before the timer went off. It was it was super fun. Only one season I think.
1: I remember there was an MTV show called Silent Library where like they would have to like pull these cards and then it was like Cheese wheel or something like that, and there would be a bunch of cheese on a wheel like smacking them in the face, and their got their buddies would be like Ugh. it was during the axe era, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
0: like the jackass Bloody. days. Oh, that is the this days celebrity? where jack the jackass boys were still still
2: doing their shenanigans. Yep, yep. The Silent Library was actually it's pretty awesome. It actually had a good run. I don't I, what,
0: what is the name of it again?
2: Silent Library. It actually had a really good run. So, I'm gonna look was it, it on VH1 or MTV? It's MTV because they had the um, uh, after they ran out of like people to get on, they had celebrities come on. Like, I had the Jersey Shore cast come on.
3: Oh, that's and, right. Uh, yep.
2: yep, and they had real world people come on and all that. Yep. All so, like, right, I'm typing in you, it now. What is it called? Silent Library. And they had you've Jack-
1: seen it. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't have cable growing up. I, but uh, you know, like you'll see a clip, or you like you'll see what they're doing, and you'll be like, "Oh, I've I've skimmed across this, or I've seen something like this." Oh, okay.
0: It's very jackass esque.
1: Yes, it's like yeah, a yeah, very yeah. toned down jackass.
2: Yeah, yeah they are not in any real danger. It's meant to be. <laughs> it's just gross and weird. Yeah.
1: It
2: meant to not laugh. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny as hell
0: five guys roast their friend for turned pig challenge (laughs) six (laughs) friends take on puffing jacket dental bob (laughs) What? (laughs) nose fishing yeah this looks like a fun show
1: yeah it uh and that was the thing is like they had to just be quiet like their partner would like be getting the you know the punishment or whatever yeah, and they just had to be quiet. They couldn't like laugh too loud because there's like a little meter, and they're just like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. There was a decibel over.
2: <coughs> they couldn't Do be. The t- there's a decibel meter. They couldn't
1: uh-huh. be t- oh, it was- okay. That's
0: that's that that's pretty clever. Yeah. Alright, that's well, something. I'll,
1: uh, I'll I'll get it on DVD. That's uh, is like, I think we've talked about this before. Like my guilty pleasures and like early Ozzy's game shows, like dating game shows, like, uh, was it room Raiders? Uh, uh next, the third, the third next. Wheel. um, fifth,
2: yes. wheel. fifth wheel. Yep. Next, yep. See, I, I tell people about those stories and like, I, uh, like I say those shows and people are like, I don't remember that at all. And I'm like, that was like three o'clock when I got home yeah. from school. That was it was on WB fifty eight. No, no, it that was on M T V or VH1. Like yeah. that was on TV. Like next uh next was the bus where it was like five people that were trying to date one person. And then <laughs> fifth wheel was when you had two couples and then they introduced a fifth person who was like super hot and it like messed yeah, everything yeah. up and then yeah. um, but see, uh, they
0: re-ran it on WB 58 cause, what was it third wheel
2: or fifth wheel it was fifth wheel it was two okay. couples it was always four people and there was like a fifth person who came in oh yeah and then the like, little pop-ups would be like
0: dan's making a fool out of himself yeah
2: <coughs> yeah it <was> like, <clears throat> remember they had pop-up video on vh1 for the longest time where <laughs> I it was it. uh and pop-up video i loved actually because i loved music videos and i love music obviously um, but yeah, fifth wheel was like that and it had like, like well, insights and the people it was like, oh, he's, in, he's downing his relationship with his girlfriend and, <laughs> and it's like smoking hot blonde comes off the like bus and like immediately wrecks this guy's three-year relationship with his girlfriend. <laughs> That's like,
1: what they did. There's another show, um, right now it's called, uh, blind love. Right, oh, yeah,, and, and I how the like how it's set up is like these all these couples go onto the show, right, but like their their relationship is kind of like at a point where they're like, oh, should we break up, should we take the next step? It's like it's all those kind of couples, right, and I granted, I've never seen the show, but i I can gather what it's about i'm ninety nine percent sure this is what they do, and then they like when it's time, they all are in these like cubicles, right? Mm-hmm. With the person on the other side they can't see them, but they just talk with them. And it is like I I don't understand why someone who's like oh, our relationship is kind of rocky. We're not sure if we want to take the next step. Why you would go on a show like that to think it's going to strengthen your relationship. Like is I I don't I don't get it cuz like I feel like 9 times out of 10 it's like Oh, he just needs to like realize that I- I'm the one. And then the guy's just like, oh, I get to be with all these women and everything. It's just like, it's so, it's so bad. And it's by, oh, what is his name? Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees. He's like one of the hosts. I don't know. It just seems like it's a, it's just a recipe for disaster. I don't know why anyone would think that would strengthen your relationship. Well, he's divorced, divorced, and so <gasps> we should go ahead and take that for a grain of salt. So yeah, there's a oh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this show to Milf Manor. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> no, but it sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, a, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
1: what? Get this right. So the uh, it's at the beginning of the show, season one, episode one. It shows all these older women, right? like all like all eight of them nine of them whatever it is they're all drinking around the table and they're like oh we can't wait to see these these young guys that they have for us on the show yada yada they all get them out to the front gate uh and then they they open it and who's standing there all of their sons Ah. each each one of these moms has a son right and guess get this the sons love older women So now they are in this house together with their mom trying to get older women and like the son and the mother share the same room. And then like each one of them is like hooking up with like an older woman or young. It's just, it's the, it's, you guys have it's
0: like, it's, it's like (sighs) sun swap.
1: Yes. Essentially. You know
0: what this reminds me of? There's a show on, um, it's called, um, Oh, it it is one of these shows. Um, Nine, it looks like ni- ninety days something, not fiance. Ninety days, fiance. It, it, yeah. It's it's something like that. It's like a spinoff. Um, before ninety thing. days, it was right. like it's called like before ninety days. That's what it was, huh. and it's basically like there's this one uh, African rapper guy that uh, that is into old, clearly into older women, and there's this uh, lady from like jersey that that flies out there, and so he's like doing his music videos and stuff with all these you know hot women around and everything. And she's just like, i can't I can't handle this, so I can't I can and then and she like buys him like a PlayStation five. It is so weird. yeah, <laughs> she's like buying his love and everything and and she's like clingy and this is like her one shot, and uh he is clearly using her, but also into older women it's the weirdest most uncomfortable thing ever uh is it on TLC? it's on one of those we watched it through uh i think like the discovery app they have like that big all the channels under that and we got into that for a while before uh uh like bedtime and it was just awful and but you couldn't stop watching it like it was just uh (laughs) It it was just like the worst. It was so bad. There was this one guy that uh, this um, he was he like w- was dating out of his league. He was like this really weird guy that refused to take his hey, oh, hey, hold,
1: hold on, what you're saying? Because I want Tristan to hear this. Tristan, yeah, welcome to the show. He he he'll, he'll have a good <clears throat> backlog of old childhood TV shows. There he is. Are you in a dungeon? Where are you? There's, oh, like, that's... no lights. <laughs> we it's see just... your glasses.
2: <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you, fine me. I, I'm trying to darken myself out. So.
4: <laughs> this apartment has, like, no overhead lights at all. It's, like, all lamps. Oh. All <laughs> lamps, man. So what's yep. what's going on? Um, That's a weird string of... I knew you guys were doing a show, but I was very confused by the stream of photos coming out. <laughs> awesome. Got some Axe body spray, then we got some <laughs> seductive a- Alex. I'm assuming that's Alex, right? <laughs> that's you? That's all you? And then old ladies <laughs> jousting and I don't.
0: Yeah, so I put I put uh, bonsai, the old Japanese like betting show on Fox, in there. Mm. And it's like a weird TV show. And then I put in, since we were talking about like dating shows, I put in the video uh, from like the seventies of a serial killer that was actually on like a broadcasted dating show. And he was in like in the middle of it, like a killing spree and like everyone's getting weird vibes from him. (laughs) It's like, yeah, well, he's a murderer. Yeah. Didn't Um, she like,
4: she accepted the date and then like they went on the date and she's like, Oh no, fuck this guy i think so i think she backed yeah. out
0: something she got yeah. red flags after the fact or something you it's said been a while something. since i watched that yeah.
2: it's right now by the way i don't know if you never even mentioned it i don't think so
0: hold on well before he gets back i gotta get something
2: gosh everybody's bailing
4: what's up bro How <laughs> much man how you doing man <laughs> i'm pretty good so i um, i love your back corner what's all what's all up in there It's hard to tell, like, on my little ass screen. What's going on?
2: From this side to that side is all, well, from this is G1, G2 Transformers um, figures. And I've got uh, The Witcher, X-Men, Legend of Zelda, Game of Thrones, uh, Mega Man. Mega Man's a big thing of mine, but Uh, Final Fantasy. Ah. And teenage mutant Ninja turtles. So, team It's it's it's, it's like kind a of a amalgamation nerd. nerd wall is what I call it. So,
4: it's like a nerd mecca behind you, bro. You got a little bit of all of it.
2: <laughs> you got something you want to talk about? I've basically got it on this back wall. Um, is
4: that a is that a Game Boy like pocket? One of the, like the light ones? Like, no,
2: no, this action
4: actual Game Boy. Is that a Fat Boy? It's the first one. Is it is a fat one? Okay, it's okay. Yeah, now you can see it. Okay. Looks like one of those uh you see those Game Boy light ones like you'd get from Japan like those uh ones that were backlit like that first generation of backlit oh, ones yeah. that were like super thin. Those things are awesome. They get they're really hard to find here but um I'm I've gonna, always yeah. wanted one of the backlit ones. So what I want to do now is actually
2: get a GBA um mm-hmm. and I want to get one in the cuz purple's my favorite color. I didn't realize they did one in um and was it great <coughs> purple something like what one of the original six colors mm-hmm. um i want one of those i want the purple one so i'm gonna find one of those on ebay and get one so
4: i want to get one they, of the they had an original
0: version that was backlit
4: uh yeah it was like game boy light or game boy pocket i, I forget there's a couple ones it was a japanese exclusive one like we didn't get that here what's fucking happening with the red light bro <laughs>
1: oh
0: yeah it, you, you had like it all dark
4: that's all good just don't move your head like just keep it right yeah there i've noticed it like good. i've
0: noticed him like wincing hold on. hold on
4: it's fine as long as like yeah don't I'm do that fi- right i'm, a, fi- right I'm a, f- there. a
2: fidgeter. there we go yeah, yeah I, still am, I still haven't got the chance to, uh, <laughs> and, and we're recording now and we don't need to get off
4: topic on that but i still have not got the chance to talk about music with you so <laughs> i'm down for that any day i don't know what the topic is i just
3: uh, we were doing from the
4: pictures good. i was down on um
2: like an entire studio on the other side of this room. So, oh, yeah, yeah, you should worth show talking it. about. Yeah, so like, use it keyboards, actual Does, your, does your camera
0: easily swivel or is it duct taped to the screen like mine?
2: No, no, it's, I mean, it's on a tripod right now. Okay. Yeah, I can just pick up stuff if you want, but it's a guitar, 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 keyboard, amp. Full stack. Full stack with preamp and I can't really And then
4: the actual stand up grand is in the other room. So Yeah, you're just gonna make me sad. I I moved all my shit after we found out we're having the twins because I'm like I need a room for all my baby stuff. So like all my gear is gone. I don't have I have a classic I have this is all I have left is my classical guitar, which is by far my favorite to be fair. Um Because it does everything I need it to. That and I have like one MIDI keyboard left. But like my stand-up, my actual acoustic keyboard, all my shit, all that's moved to my dad's house because he has a house and I have this little apartment. So I moved all my crap out. And it hurts, man. It hurts not having them all here.
2: (laughs) Well, no, I'm definitely jealous as far as actually being able to actually um, translate that stuff. I'm a terrible... Uh, um, like I'm terrible at actually recording, like mixing on recording and stuff like that. But I really like to do that for me, I've always had a producer and stuff like that. I'm just a a, a doodler. I'm just the guy that writes music and does stuff. So,
4: actually, I was always the bass player, so I was always the guy that had the production. That was that was always my <laughs> jam. Like when my band recorded our albums and stuff, I was the guy that like once we got the money, they were like, "All right, here's the money." go by the shit and set up the rooms. Um, so my, my buddy's uh, parents, we basically just renovated their entire basement and we just ran um, a big snake to a control room in like the living room of the basement. And then we set up the bedrooms as actual recording spaces and then soundproofed them. Uh, the only problem is the low ceilings because low ceilings suck ass for drums. Cause like, I mean like the snare and bass drum like sound great, but the second you get a, um, any cymbal work in a, in a low ceiling room, it just, no matter how lightly you hit it, it just sounds so fucking loud. So you end up having to like do all the side chain compression to like deal with it, which probably means nothing to you what that word means. But basically like you can't have the kick drum and the cymbals hitting at the same time, or it's so loud it just takes up all the headroom. Um, and it just, it creates just a fucking nightmare.
2: Now it used to like, uh, my first, my band's first album, the uh all of the kicks, kick snares and toms were actually recorded in a bathroom. Yeah. In a, in a small bathroom. <laughs> yep. And then like, pulled it out, and then we we're just like, oh, do fucking click tracks here, and then you have the cymbals. And then go back in. And then we did the guitars and like but I'm the same way. I'm actually a bass player at heart. Uh bass players. I- I'm probably at playing bass. Most people would say I'm actually best as a vocalist, but I was actually um, I consider myself best as a bass player. So, um, so yeah, I get where you're coming from, from sound engineering and everything like that. I just, I don't consider myself that great
4: of a sound like engineer. So that's fair. I can't sing at all. I have no vocal intonation whatsoever. Not even a little bit. It's not even close. I can tell a good singer, but I can't like vocalize shit. I've been,
2: like, I've, been anything. That. I've been stuck in that whole life where it was, I was, I wanted to be a front man. I am a front man. Nobody can play guitar. Okay. I'll play guitar. <laughs> Nobody can play who, bass. Okay. I'll play bass. Who uh, did the uh, intro that, vocals?
3: <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Or the outro, the ooh, for the, uh, that's something weird.
4: Oh, those are samples.
0: Oh, they're pretty good.
4: Yeah, those were samples I ripped. Um, the vocal part was ripped from Logic. I love to just rip random shit I find, and like it wasn't the correct tuning or tempo or anything, but those ones I just readjusted um, yeah. to fit some drum loops that I kind of created and some bass lines I made. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> did, you, did we ever answer your
4: question? yeah which one of what we were, what, <laughs> what, we oh, what were was going about? on here yeah, yeah what I, was going I on here was, was the whole reason dude, i was okay. curious
0: so so well first it, uh there we, we we have to like uh extrapolate this the first question is what uh essence did you uh wear in axe body spray growing up
1: <laughs> oh my gosh you wore axe so, I almost sent this
4: to the group chat, like, group chat. I didn't, I, I never wear Axe Body Spray, but every time anyone references Axe Body Spray, um, were you guys familiar with uh, Donald Glover? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's, yeah. Uh, your original, um, his original stuff was uh, something called Derek Comedy on YouTube. That's where he started. You guys you guys familiar with that? Any, uh, he is. Any of you guys?
1: I don't, I don't know. No.
4: Um, there's a video they did called Bro Rape where it's uh like it's a in-depth documentary it's basically like dateline the um to catch a predator but with Mm. bros um going to dorm (laughs) rooms with like and there's this whole thing where like uh this guy shows up looking for chad because he's gonna hang out with chad and the whole like joke is that he's gonna rape chad right um and like he pulls out his bag and it's just like there's a gamecube in here and like a bunch of natty ice and then a a whole can of Axe body spray and a big black dildo.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so every time I think of Axe, I always think of that cuz then it cuts to the last person where it's Donald Glover and um he pulls up he pulls the bag out cuz this you know another person like and he pulls out the bag and it's like this bag is filled with big black dildos. And he's like did you put Axe body spray on this dildo and it's just like a full can and a half man.
3: Aww. <laughs>
4: Uh, <laughs> Watch that. That's that's literally where my brain went immediately. And no, I did not wear Axe as a kid. And I'm curious about the fucking pyramid setup. Holy like, son. is that is it? <laughs> is that what you guys had? Was a pyramid selection of Axe body spray?
0: Uh, or, we, we were just salt. determining which flavors. Yeah, we were
2: just, we were running yeah. down like what we all came across <laughs> in our younger years. No, um, I was what which
0: one was I Clark? I forget already. It was the uh, S es- wait, no, it was the essence. essence.
2: Yeah, Essence is the is the red and blue. Yeah. And Phoenix is the blue alone.
0: I was that's essence that. man.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't laugh, Tristan. You can't laugh. I laughed at
4: motherfuckers in middle school for that shit. I'm gonna laugh now, man. Like that's that's funny. That's funny. <sighs>
0: <laughs> i don't think there was anybody that had a had a, had something against i think my whole high school was in in completely into acts so
4: nah that's what uh, me and my friends used to make fun of motherfuckers that wore that shit because it's always fucking hilarious <laughs> it's either nice. what like it's either bros that wore that or dudes that smoked so much weed that that was the only thing that covered <laughs> it
1: <laughs> to cover up the set yeah
4: it's the only thing man
1: well, that's funny because George uh, made us a script and that was part of part of it in there. Or The story was that uh, the, the coffee, he went into a coffee shop and the coffee scent almost overpowered the axe, but not quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, you'd have to.
0: I, I don't mm-hmm. want to reread it. Listen back, Tristan. Man, <laughs> it, was a, it was an entire story I read. So, huh. But it, it, it didn't end.
1: It just stopped, which is just clenched in his hands.
4: Now, have you guys seen that? I, I don't know why this popped in my head. Have you seen this? It's on Reddit. Um, it's an AI generated video of Will Smith eating spaghetti.
1: Yes.
4: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the fucking weirdest thing I think I've ever seen in my life, man. That's That's very accurate. Yeah, that is very much correct. Because like one minute there'll be like
1: a spoon, and then it turns into his hand, and then it's just like a
4: bowl. That's weird. It's so uncomfortable, man. I I just I I didn't care for it.
1: Oh, it's funny though. But yeah, we were just. uh, What's up?
2: I was just saying, uncanny valley like stuff. Mm -hmm. Really creepy.
1: see that's
0: the, someone that is really into this stuff that's that's what's going to be uh a little bit sad that we lose luckily um you can they they're saving and archiving all of the previous versions so like stable diffusion uh 0. 0.5 and one and all of those ones where you get that uncanny strangeness that you can still use, you can download it and people are archiving it. The same thing with Mid Journey and all its previous versions, Uh, because I even though you can get like beautiful photorealistic stuff out of Mid Journey now and Stable Diffusion XL just dropped. uh, It's pretty wild. But uh, I'm just glad that the old the old stuff will stick around because there's people are going to like go back to that eventually to make. things. Yeah,
1: It's it's, it's like No, go
3: ahead. (laughs) ahead.
1: (laughs) It's happening again. I always have. Okay, real quick. It's just like, I feel like it's a computer operating system where like people still have like Windows 95 and probably one of the best um, operating systems, Windows Vista. So
4: what? Yeah.
0: Windows Vista is pretty dope, especially after they fixed that printer driver issue. (laughs) Uh, Its Its original name was uh, Windows Longhorn. That was its code name before it was released. Then uh, it was officially Vista. Yeah, fun fact. Wasn't
1: well? Isn't Windows Vista like one of the worst versions? Yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, actually, Windows
0: 8 and Windows NT might might take the cake mm. for that. Uh, really? Yeah, those are pretty bad.
4: Mm. Uh, you remember they Windows? They doing ME? this transition, huh? Do you remember win- Windows ME? I think it was ME, right? It was like yeah, that hyper, uh, hyper version yeah. of XP where it was like almost Vista, but not quite. It was like super bubbly, but it was basically Windows XP. Yeah.
0: There was a version that the Dreamcast architecture was built on, like the software. Oh, yeah. And it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was CE, I think. Windows CE. Yeah. Was you could running. run it on
4: the Dreamcast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the cool thing about the Dreamcast, I've got so many ROMs from back then that were ripped, and you just burn them to CDRs and just pop them in. They had no uh cop- they had no like piracy enabling so they were jailbroken <laughs> right out the gates it was amazing
4: there was a whole thing with the dreamcast one because i remember originally it was like you had to do something called a mill cd if i remember what that was called right like that you had to use certain games like you'd boot a game and that game you could run an exploit and then you would switch out the disc and then you could run regular cdrs but eventually they were able to like program that uh Exploit. I don't know enough about it, but I know they could program Maybe. that exploit like into CDRs. So nowadays, that's how like because the Dreamcast uh, community has like a, a, they keep making new games. Like it's one of oh, the yeah, only the systems that are old. Yeah. It's crazy, and they program those exploits directly into those CDRs, so they can produce these things. You plug it in, and you don't have to do like any weird shit to make it work.
1: All right. So if we're gonna if we're gonna lockout. go down a...
4: it was a lockout
2: purposely done because they didn't, um, they didn't want, uh, uh, DVDs.
3: Mm. Hmm. But, but the, what... but the,
2: but
0: the, but the laser isn't even equipped to read DVDs.
2: Yep, exactly. And that's what killed it.
0: Oh, you're, oh, you're saying it, it was like
2: landlocked for future yeah. stuff. Gotcha. Yep.
0: Well, okay, all right. If you want to go had, down a had Dreamcast. The, had
2: the Dreamcast done that and basically unlocked it, it would have been able to do all of like it would have been able to rip stuff and everything and actually play all of the yeah. like pirated stuff and everything. And that's what they were trying to go against because so much of the like Game Shark stuff on PS2 or yeah. what would become PS two, but PS one, like they had Game Shark and they had action replay and things like that. And it was pirating things to be able to read stuff that was, like, region-locked or, um you know, things like that. Uh The Dreamcast was trying to lock out all that stuff, and it, like, kicked them in the ass because if they had been able to, like, unlock that stuff, Sega probably wouldn't have had to be bought out by
4: Nintendo. What's funny about that, too, is, like, that. that's why, like, PS2 was so successful, like, it was. it's, like, I think the most successful gaming system ever, yeah, literally ever, and it was that successful because people bought it as a DVD player, because it was a cheap DVD player, and you could buy it being like, oh, it also plays games, that's kind of cool, and, like, you could put it in the living room, and mom and dad could use it kind of shit, which is Hmm. exactly why the Wii was successful, that's why that's one of the other most successful, they didn't market it to, like, people that played fucking video games, my grandparents owned a fucking Wii, Right, like yeah, that's it was like a
0: family unit. It was a uh, family thing. unit. Yeah, it was a hmm. board game,
4: but on the on the com- like on the TV kind of thing, and that's where a lot of people like a lot of times when they market game systems. That's why the Wii U failed so like fucking hard, is yeah. they didn't like market it in that correct view. Versus, like, you know, the Switch, that's why that thing is so fucking popular, because they got the marketing down perfect. But if you can market, it like, things to people that aren't, like, regular hardcore PC gamer kind of shit, Mm -hmm. that's where the money is. And PS2 and Wii probably did that better than anybody. And Dreamcast probably did that the worst of all. Even though it's one of the coolest systems ever made, like, that that thing is so sick from just a spec, like, perspective. And just the games that were made for it, like, unparalleled for the time, but no one fucking bought it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but is- the
0: Dreamcast is my favorite console of all time, and for a few reasons. For, I have like three of them, and one of them I've taken apart to like mod, but there's another one that I have my eyes on. Uh, there's a guy that uh, does professional modding on uh, eBay and Etsy, and um, the one that I'm going to get is that the the CD, all the all the components of the CD stuff has been gutted and it's been replaced with an SD card reader and the SD card. It basically, you can load all the whole library of Dreamcast games on it if you get a big enough SD card and uh, but the the reason I like it so much is, a I have a whole bunch of nostalgic memories, but the 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 library was really interesting and the graphics were were definitely better than what was on the market at the time. Um, oh you can say
4: something yeah you know what's really funny about the graphics on that thing too uh, versus other systems you know what its maximum output was for like uh just 480 uh, well graphical fidelity it was through a vga cable like you'd see on like a computer like from that era like it didn't use component or composite it's max because vga i think is like slightly better than component it's it's a little weird but less noise it, yeah exactly it breaks out the pins better because you got to think about it, like the more way they can break out the pins the the higher the clarity when you're talking like analog signals yeah that's why you get like you know uh red yellow and um white that's like your composite and then you get to the component and you get to start getting like it breaks out the colors better and stuff like that but yeah. once you get to vga you have that nine pin adapter where it's breaking it out into all it it does all the different colors and it does contrast and noise or something i Yeah, I know I knew it at one point, but it breaks out all the signals in such different paths that it can control it, that it has the highest output of anything in that generation because of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it was I remember playing some of the demos before I even had one, and it was just like kind of mind blowing that I like there was like a simple tennis game that a local game store had set up and it was like these graphics look real, you know, you know, back then it (laughs) felt like that. But um, the, the what's also really interesting is if you look at the original Xbox controller that they eventually phased out the Duke. And did the Xbox yeah the the uh, it is it is basically a complete ripoff of the of the Dreamcast controller except it didn't it have is. the visual memory units uh, which were the cool VMUs could, they were basically just, yeah. like little Tamagotchis that you could yeah. take out and go you know it was awesome the Sonic Adventure is the first one was just so good. And then all those like uh creatures that you freed you could later like basically tamagotchi them like in in school it was great um but yeah that that whole console was amazing because it you could it, you it had an internet connection it mm-hmm. you could uh the fan was it fantasy star online uh 2.0 was like complete online it was nuts i in at the time that it was released like i didn't have an internet connection to hook it up to but that was still kind of crazy and you could buy like all of their stuff straight from them like a keyboard a mouse it was nuts it was like basically a little pc that was what
4: you seen you seen those big controllers where they have with the a keyboard attached to it of it yeah, i know they have yes, one for gamecube yes. and shit too but it's like a full yeah. keyboard with the yeah. like controller attached to it yep well, did Mad oh, cats nice, make that Probably, I don't know who made it, but that sounds like something Matt uh, Catz would uh, do. I'm gonna throw my
2: own yeah. thing in too. It's the first time the arcade um, ability came in uh, to a console yeah. because, like, at that point, like, we had <coughs> Capcom, first iteration and like on a console, it was able to actually have like switch out like assists and things like that. wasn't MVC two, but it was the first Marvelous Capcom. Um, yeah, before that, we didn't have. X-Men vs. Street Fighter, uh, you know, uh, X-Men Children of the Adam, the, the precursors, Darkstalkers, uh, Darkstalkers. Uh all those games like that led up to that. So just throwing it out there. But yeah.
4: Speaking of, speaking of arcade perfect kind of games, you ever guys I've never seen one until like I was in my late twenties. You ever seen a Neo Geo? Like the fucking ones that take arcade fucking weird cartridges. Like they're the cartridges are like this fucking big, dude. They're nuts. And like at the time, they were two three hundred dollars a pop.
0: What was Um, the Sega handheld? That's not the Neo uh, Geo. Game
4: Gear. No, that's a Game Gear. I had a. But they had had a a Neo Geo Pocket. There was a Neo Geo Pocket that actually played Uh, similar games. So it was was like that. But Neo Geo, like it was literally an arcade system in a console. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well,
1: Alex is bursting at the seams. here. I know. I'm sorry. Right, he, I, I, he, he has <laughs> something. Something. I don't. Good. Want, I don't want to get the flow of the conversation off. But going back to the original Xbox, right? Yeah. So I know, I, I kind of, kind of like you, Seth. Like I, at the time when I had one, couldn't hook it up to the internet. Like yeah. didn't know how. Like just a young guy. Doesn't matter. When I finally got into college, which was around like 2010, right? And this would be. Oh, I don't know. They were I think they were working on the Xbox 1 at the time or maybe like yeah. the Xbox 360 had been out for a couple of years. It, neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. Um I remember my parents are like, "Do you want your Xbox or we're going to throw it out?" I was like, "No, I want that. <gasps> Give it to me." Yeah, right? Why how could they do such a oh. thing? Oh. And so I I take it. I'm like, "Wait, I have I have my own internet now." So like I set <laughs> I set it up. I plug it in. And I go to like Xbox or like the Xbox, like live, you know, whatever it is. And it keeps saying error. And I'm just like, what is going on? So I called Xbox and I was just like, (laughs) hey, I'm trying to connect my original Xbox to play with people online and it's not working. He's like, dude that's been dead for like 10 years yeah, it's 2010 and was, dude <laughs> yes, and i was just like i was like oh, okay so i'm an idiot he's like yeah man you got to get like the next game system you're way behind i was just like oh that's so funny no
4: see so that's that's the huge problem with uh modern games um there's this guy speaking of dreamcast you guys should look up his youtube channel called um adam korolik i don't know if- He's, he's amazing. I love his channel. He has a complete Dreamcast collection. Like, literally all American, Japanese, all the new game. Like, he has 100% complete collection. But one thing he talks he about, he's going for a complete Xbox collection right now, actually. And he has mostly a complete Wii U collection. Um, but he talks a lot about modern games. But the problem with it is the, um, the day one DLC or the day one patch updates. Because, like, if you think about it, if you buy an Xbox One game... Like, what you're buying is an unlocked disk. Like, there's no data on the game, right? What Mm -hmm. you do is you put that thing in your system, and it's downloading it from a server somewhere. But those servers may one day go away, which is exactly what happened with, like, your Xbox when you're trying to connect things. So if they shut those things down, even though you bought that game, you're never getting the data anymore. It's gone. Like, that doesn't exist. Or if you have the data on, like, a disk, like certain xbox 360 games were like that where they had the data on the disc but they were basically bricked from the beginning like you would put it in your system and it had to download the update to even fucking function but if those servers are gone you have that disc you try to play it you can't do anything anymore it like the game itself even though it doesn't require the internet to function all the data is not actually on that disc so it doesn't do you any good
1: yep yep that's Ah, that's
0: crazy yeah uh I like how, uh, like any high school viewers that we have, it's like, back in my day, we had the internet, but we didn't use it for games. We, we, hooked, up, we, had we, we hooked up a thing called a Dreamcast, and, but then you could take the memory card out. There was a thing called memory cards. But anyway, you could take it out and, and play with the pet, but the headmaster at the school would get mad at you.
2: We had part. I played against people that were in the other bedroom. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yes,
4: you guys we ever seen Halo, Halo, Halo Land? Land. Land. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. That was yeah. yeah.
2: There were three in the living room and there was three uh-huh. in the bedroom, and we fucked each other up. Do
0: you remember Quake?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was guys on girls. We had, uh, what we do, up. Uh, I forget what we call it now. Uh, Friday night fuck fest, where we just did plasma pistols and <laughs> sticky grenades. <laughs> <It doesn't laughs> okay. Dude, th-
0: there's a there's a there's a uh, someone that's hosting the original Halo servers for multiplayer. And you can just mm. download it's all free. It's like, how is this free? It's, it's there's a website, you download it, and then you're playing Halo, the original Halo like multiplayer maps with everybody.
2: Because the, the Master Chief collection is still
0: Yeah, you can, but like um, there's a PC version, which is uh. just super fun. Uh that brought back memories. I haven't I, I have the Master Chief collection, but it's like takes up
1: so much space on my hard drive. I always have to delete it. So do you guys Okay, here, here, I'm going to throw two cents in here. I hate the I hate this era or what they went with with handheld game systems. I hate having my hands like a foot apart. at oh, planes the yeah. planes it, it's annoying as shit. I hate it. I, like I will never like adjust to it. I hate it. There was something and this is the other thing. There was something and I had and I loved it. It was the Nvidia Shield handheld game system where it was a controller <laughs> And, like, the screen was on it, and you just popped it up. Yeah. But it felt yeah. – it, like, it
4: just so felt
1: right. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. wish that's w- – and it was it was awesome.
3: Wait, the, the, it, the, it was just a
1: controller that you connected to your Shield the, TV? Mm-hmm. No. no like, so there's, there was two versions of it. Yes, there was that one where it was a controller, and, the, and the, like, it was, it was a game system. But there was also the one where it had the screen built into it, and you just folded it down. And it was so nice. It felt, it had a good feel, a good grip, like everything. Oh, it flipped up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it.
0: So,
4: so the the, the two the, most comfortable. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going
2: to say, what was the Nokia taco? And again, Nokia Engage. Oh. Engage. Engage.
1: Thank Engage. you. Yo. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, like seven games. Oh, speaking of
4: that.
0: Yeah. That reminds me of the sidekick. Do you guys remember the sidekick? Oh Justin yeah, the- Murphy had one, and he thought we was better than all of us.
1: So. <laughs> you, that's your arch nemesis.
0: Yeah, I can't stand him.
4: The, so the two most comfortable handheld gaming consoles you can possibly have. First off is the Wii U console itself, like the the gamepad. Like that wow. thing went through months of it's it, it melts into your fucking hand. There's nothing better than, like, the virtual console or, like, playing the games just on the screen, like, while your TV's on in the background. That shit is just, like, butter in your hands. But the the second most comfortable one I've had is the the brick, like, big fucking thing 2DS, the original one. Um, it, it's, oh, like, yeah. a big fucking trapezoidy yep. kind of fucking thing. Yep. And it's way more comfortable than the 3DS, like the super fancy ones, because I got a 2DS first. It, it literally just, the way it melds into your hands is the most perfect fucking comfortable thing that ever has existed ever. The screen's kind of small, but it uh-huh. it totally makes up for it from, like, perf- like precision of just moving. Plus, the D-pad is, like, original, in- like, Nintendo D-pad. So, like, the D-pad on a 3DS kind of has that almost mushy feel to it, but if you use that 2DS one, that it has that weird kind of glide to it where it's, like, one big brick. Yeah. And, like, yeah. if you want to play, like, 2D platformers, like original Mario or some shit like that it's the most comfortable thing on the fucking planet
0: after my 3ds broke i got that and i did like it because i i never used the 3d function anyway so i was yeah. like why why would i why why but yeah I, I agree i liked it and mario maker on that was so fun <laughs>
4: yeah it's great for mario games because that d-pad is just so fucking smooth because yeah. i'm i'm obsessed with sp- like the old mario games like mario 3 and like the original mario and like speed running those ones it's fucking butter in your hands when you play those games. Yeah.
2: This might be a hard take. Um I uh, the Vita I think got shit on because of poor marketing. But I heard I, that one I heard really that. Um yeah. but I actually do really liked uh, like I really like my PSP. And PSP it's your so, Vita. The PS no, I'm actually I'm saying the Vita should get respect. Oh okay but I'm not going to actually say I like the Vita that much. (laughs) But I will say I actually like my PSP and I think certain games um, definitely shine on the PSP like really well because of its ergonomics and how easy it is to hold. Like Castlevania stuff, um, things like that. Uh Um, Like it's really easy to do like 2D platformers and things like that. Uh, And it looks great. And uh, uh, also the Final Fantasy remakes. That's the biggest thing probably is like the um, the redone Final Fantasy 1, 2, uh, 4. They have a 3 version. I've never gotten my hands on one. Um, But uh, things like that, like getting to replay the remastered versions of those games um, are really great on the PSP. Um, And the PS Vita, I think, is underrated. I've got very limited hands-on time with it. I've never owned one myself, but as far as PSP, I actually will give it some credit. Now, uh because Seth, uh you and I are like Metal Gear fans, Peace Walker is a really good game, but it is very difficult to play.
0: Yes. On a on Thank a PSP. You. I don't understand why the ports they didn't like fix it a little. There's still like some uh uh analog stick jankiness.
2: Yeah, it's really hard to play, but I love the game. So,
1: yeah do you do any of you have the uh the Steam Deck that came out Mm-mm, no. so um, i do oh, what really yeah i do wow. i do i was i saw it and i was just like i like so here's the thing it's like i i i travel and like that was the like the concept behind it was like when i travel this is something i use i i play a lot of steam games mainly just minion masters i i love that game doesn't matter anyways the Steam Deck, to me, the best way to play it are top-down games. Like a lot, like a lot mm-hmm. of the actual like shooter type games. I like I have a couple of them, and they're just I don't know it, it's there's I don't know what it is, but and that's also the thing is Steam like the actual network or whatever it's it has like a profile or like a collection of like the best games for the Steam Deck. Granted, you can download any game and try it on the Steam. Is as, as long as it's in there, you can try it. Um, and I've downloaded a handful and it just like some of the controls just don't are not with it. Cause like a lot of Steam games, you need a mouse and keyboard. That's like that's the thing about it. And just like it just does not translate. And like some characters are just spinning around in circles or like just like it's it's there's a lot of glitches. So But yeah, it's
0: uh is it it's, what what's this operating system? Is it just Steam's OS? yes it is okay because with pc yep. you can get like uh uh joy to pad or whatever it's called where you can program all the keys as your
1: controller well and that's and that's the thing too is like you can, you can do that i'm just not patient enough to like actually like map the <laughs> thing or whatever but like before every game pops up it'll be like we suggest this like how to play this game okay and then it's like if you want to change that go to the it'll tell you like go to here go to like the settings and change what you want to like how to play it on but they they came up with an adapter uh it's like a stand that you can put the actual it's almost like the wii they stole it from like the or not the wii the um what the the nintendo fucking switch thank you uh this yeah the switch it's where it has a stand and then you can like play with like its own remote and things like that it has the ability to put a mouse and keyboard on there so if you want to have that as your screen and then play normally you can if you want so there's a lot of options i feel like with the steam deck that you can do so so are you guys saying uh
0: that's effing weird halo player night oh
4: yeah nah dude i'll get I mean, i'll get my step-daughter in on the that she'll murder all of you that chick like <laughs> she plays she plays halo 24 7. she's 18 years old and has not stopped playing that game for the last six years like literally straight <laughs> i played against her i was pretty good back when i was a kid but i played against her once and it wasn't even fair like i just couldn't even like move I have the Master Chief
1: uh, collection downloaded. I I I have it ready to go. I have so to move no, some let's do a files, Smash
4: Bros but... tournament. I will destroy all of you. That's the better way to do this. Let's that's, let's get that I mean, going. Look,
0: I never was great at that game, so I'll let. <laughs> Perfect. That's great for me. That's
4: <laughs> that's what I'm looking for here.
0: <laughs>
4: I look at it Smash Bros like poker, I could, man. It's I... more about the person than their skill. Oh, Smash that. Brothers,
0: I'm... I always had trouble keeping track of the. game. I, I, I don't know what it is like i've played games very young but for some reason smash i could never uh like keep my eyes locked on my character it would always (laughs) there's a lot yeah and i would and and then i would be like oh it was so awful i i hated every time i played it It and that's that's my that's
4: that's my tactic too because like one of my not my my favorite character but one of my favorite characters (coughs) is samus and I play as original Samus, and I just fucking launch projectiles everywhere while jumping, jumping all over the map to confuse people. Oh. And then eventually, one of them lands. Look, like when I was playing in a band, that's what we used to do every day after band practice: is we'd play for like two, three hours, and we'd all sit down and either play Mario Kart or Smash Bros. And it was a mind game. It really wasn't about skill; it was about knowing the other person's personality enough to piss them off to the point they made a <laughs>
0: mistake. <escape>. Yep, yep. <laughs> See, we're gonna, we're all gonna survive the argument podcast. And be friends at the end of it But the
2: moment we play Smash together It's over, <laughs> it's over. The, the podcast is disbanded now that, he, now that he brought that up I gotta tell him my my band stories So our um, Our band studio Whatever practice room In our like home base, Where we also did our We actually had a print room Where we did our merch and everything So we actually like were printing our actual Like t-shirts and stuff um, we had a big movie screen and we would play Halo on the big movie <laughs> screen while like like while we were getting our like merch printed and stuff like that. Cause we had like part of our band were graphic designers. Two of the guys were like so they were in the computers and they're just like, yeah, we do this. And they were going and printing like T shirts and stuff, and we had a big drop down screen. Like, where we were playing Halo on, like, a movie screen. And that's also where we would do, like, photo shoots and stuff. So I think that's hilarious That's like, the band thing. Because you know how much time you have when you're with bands and stuff. And, like, the people that are around your band. Like, oh, you got the people that are here that do this and this and that and everything. It's like, ah. So that's what we would do is we'd sit there and play Halo. <laughs>
4: my buddies I hadn't hadn't seen in a while because we just kind of lost touch after we stopped playing together but you know we we hang out every like a couple times a year kind of thing they came over here like probably two months ago and we hadn't played Smash Bros in a while Um, and we were just kind of hanging out talking or whatever and my buddy bought a game of Smash and we just kind of sat down and then like four fucking hours went by and we were finally (laughs) done but like we should probably leave and we just all kind of looked at each other and realized this is like we had some shit to get out there didn't we (laughs) (laughs) yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I there's just something about that game and like games like that. I mean it just really depends on your personalities and like where you come from and like what your history is. But there's something special about that where it's like you can just get like so much like almost conversation out through the the physical act of doing something like that. Um that's what I always appreciate cuz it's almost like playing poker with each other for like 12 hours. So I say it's almost like a poker match cuz like the way you play certain games like that it's based off of you understanding that person and, like, how they're going to interact and your reaction to that. It's not like playing against someone online. It's you playing that mental mind game with that person that you've known for all these years. And it's just that interaction to me is so fucking fun because it's just really about just, like, oh, three games in, they're getting worn down from this, so I'm going to switch character and take this perspective to fuck them over. (laughs) And it's all just about pissing them off, but it's, it's, it's very, like, there's that camaraderie of it, and it's like it's not, you're trying to piss them off, but not, like, in a hateful way, you know? And I always love that aspect of it.
1: I think a uh, a good game kind of like that, that does the same thing, that can burn bridges or bring people together, <laughs> is Mario Party. Oh, yeah, dude. I got, oh, I got God, the yeah.
4: Superstars version on Switch where it has, like, all the original N64 ones. Oh. And, like, the, oh, it's so fucking great. Uh, when... My fiance hurt hurt her hand because so, uh, she got bit by a dog. That was the only game she could play for a while because it's a lot like one-handed stuff. And yep. we played that game into the fucking ground. I <laughs> love <laughs> the Mario Party, dude. Not, the cartridge is not far from me right now, actually. You Mario G ones.
2: Uh, the original one, yeah. That one's great.
3: Like the the one where you had one? to go like,
4: like the the Boo one where you have to like <laughs> charge the fucking uh, light bulb with the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've, got, uh, I've got an original uh Smash. Yeah, my N64 Smash is over here too, so. Okay, okay. Speaking of OG ones where you had to like hurt your hand on stuff. Did you guys ever play the original uh Dragon Ball Z Budokai? No. Yeah. The first couple of those.
0: Oh wait, was that like a uh that w- it was like player versus player like a uh, mm-hmm. Street Fighter almost.
4: Kinda, yeah, but it's it, it had kind of its own flair to it. But it, it, basically, yeah,
0: I do kind of remember that. I I played it once, and the person I played <clears> it with <throat> got angry, and I don't think we ever.
4: My brother and I were obsessed with that game growing up, and uh, we 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 like hundred percent it as much like all the unlocks, like just hundreds and hundreds of hours of those. But one of the things you would do is when you would. Um, get someone in a combo you'd have to charge up like your key blast attack or whatever and to do that you could rotate the the stick right so you take the palm of your hand and go like that but then you also realize if you rotate on a gamecube you rotate the one stick and then the c stick on the bottom if you rotate them at the same time um it doubles the speed so every fucking controller we had like all the rubber was just burnt down and just like all of it was just like the plastic at that point because we played that game so damn much that we had to like buy new controllers because we were burning them out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, th- that's the thing about the GameCube. I loved my GameCube. I played so many games to completion, it was amazing. The problem was, after it's been collecting dust forever, pulling it out and playing something, I'm like, how did I use this controller? What is this? It yes. is the most infuriating controller scape that oh, exists it was everywhere gamecube Ever.
2: controller is the worst and, and and you know what i hate the n64 controller going back to it too so i but, hate the, yeah, n64 the, the, the controller but, the but problem i, is I you
0: can't play you can't play golden like that i've tried to play ports of golden but like it, it like it works with that i agree with you on some games some games it's like what am i doing but GoldenEye works with that game for some reason or that
1: i um I, I have an old N64. I tried playing I tried playing Golden like a month or two ago. I can't do it. Like so like hard. to shoot. Like it's so hard. Like I I I'm so used to two controllers. I'm like move and shoot at the same time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. move to the side. It's and like it's fixed like... camera. What is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like 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 uh Nintendo went through like a Keltech
4: phase. Mm-hmm of
0: controllers (laughs) (laughs) he gets it
4: (laughs) so so i i just the the gamecube controller is the most comfortable controller that has ever been made ever in the history of all controllers i will live in economics yeah i love that controller so much that is my favorite hands i use that on my like the switch games all the time Big oh, fucking A button, small B button, X, Y. You got those super fucking reactive triggers because they do that bouncy action back on you. And then you got you the You still C don't stick have any issues like, like with uh, muscle memory? No, dude, I love that thing so yeah. much. That's my Smash controller. Like that. That's the one I use for for Smash. Just like a lot of it's, the games. I played so much fucking Zelda in my time. Yeah. Especially using that controller. Like a lot of Wind Waker. And when yeah. I even when I play like Breath of the Wild, I'll use like the 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 attachment for that shit. Like that is hands down my favorite controller. I will use that for fucking any game. Um, but that's just a right personal after,
0: point. right yeah. after GameCube. I went to PS3. That was like the order of I my hate PlayStation controllers. I That's the controllers thing. Controllers once once I got so back much. to the PlayStation, because PS1, PS2, my brain was locked into those controls. Got to a PS5 or PS3, uh, and my brain just shoved out all the GameCube controls. I never <laughs> looked back. Then I went back, and I was like, I can't do this.
4: <laughs> i've heard you're, so many you're... people say the playstation ones are so comfortable but i just i can't fucking do it like i'll play i have a playstation and i have a lot of games i'll play on it but like it's just they're so the new controllers
0: are, are more comfortable than the. if you go the backwards
4: that's true i've played ps3 like and ps4 i've never played a ps5 yeah. but they're the PS5 significantly best, more comfortable yeah. but i mean i'll take the an xbox controller, best controller over a yeah. ps anything controller any day I'm sorry. Here's
2: my, uh, here's my weirdness on this. All right. So I um I was the person that went from SNES to PlayStation 1. I'm a little older than all of you guys. So that was my age group. Um so I jumped, I didn't get an N64 originally. So I went from SNES straight to PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 1. So I immediately got Used to not having any analog sticks, just the original OG PlayStation, oh, yeah. and I can't play my PlayStation Classic, which is up there in the corner, and it sucks. I hate that original controller now. Um, yeah. uh, when I got to like, I'm a big Legend of Zelda fan, obviously, my husky is named Zelda, um, nice. and Wind Waker is my favorite game. So, well, fucking other than the-
4: somebody else in the world. Thank you, fucking so, Jesus.
2: Other than the other than the original NES Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker is my favorite. That's, um, yeah, thank you. I've so so much. Respect um, that's where GameCube gets my heart. Where I'm like, I like that game. Like, I love that controller. Only for that. But I hate the GameCube controller because of what they did with the Mega Man Anniversary Collection, and they reversed the buttons and it's impossible mm-hmm. to play. They made sense. it impossible to play a mega man game on that system.
4: It's so. that thing, that system sucks for like all platformers though. Like yes. the yeah. D-pad is like the, if you're going to criticize the GameCube controller it's because of the D-pad. You want to do a 2D platformer, you do not use a GameCube controller. That is the worst fucking D-pad of any D-pad ever.
2: Yep. So that's why I have um
4: like, a love
2: hate with that controller because I think it's the terrible, I think it's the I don't think it's the worst controller. I think the N64 controller is worse. But I, I, think, <laughs> I think the GameCube controller is not good, but it is good for what it does. If I want to play Mario Party, if I want to uh, play Wind Waker, like, for the stuff that I like, I'm fine with. But past that, I don't like that controller at all. So
4: it's so great for the tony hawk games i like those better than the xbox ones because that big a button that's that's the big thing is that big a and how those the b and the x and y are like formulated you can just twist your hand just right that like i i don't know it's, i don't like the perfectly symmetrical style of uh, the playstation and uh, xbox it's, it's a little bit too even versus like you know your ollie is always the a button and uh for Tony Hawk on the GameCube yeah. control. So it's the big fucking button. And they're just pivoting it around. And you know, the way you pivot around is so much smoother to me than on the other systems.
2: I can get that, yeah. And I didn't get... I can get too deep into those. I did Matt Hoffman pro BMX and uh, because I was I was, a <laughs> a good one. I was a bicycle guy. I wasn't a skateboarding guy,
4: so... You ever get to the hell level where it's just like a bunch of half-pipes like over yeah. lava? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I feel like we live in an era that if you don't, so like for the PS for the PS4, my buddy has a bunch of off brand generic um, wired controllers for the PS4. Or I know there's like, there's good companies out there that make like off brand, well not off brand, but like make a controller that can fit in or like can that can work on both systems or whatever. So I feel like, we live in a time where, like, if you don't like a controller, you can do something about it. Like, you can kind of get it fixed, or there's other versions out there. Whereas, like, when we were growing up, N64, like things like that, that's what you got. the 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 Duke. That's all you got. Like, even if you had these tiny little hands, yeah. you know, you had to work
4: with it. So. I loved the Duke by the way. I still found that super comfortable. I got tiny ass hands, by the way. But I loved <laughs> that big fucking fat control. It's not as comfortable as the like modern Xbox controller, but I still found that thing immensely comfortable. It was just like yeah. it was like securing. It was just like like cradled you almost, cause it just like felt like you had the power because <laughs> it was so much heft to it. I don't know.
2: Uh the, uh, i beat all of halo 2 with that controller man and That's i didn't great. have this is what's funny is i was a ps like i was a playstation guy when the xbox came out and i didn't really know anything about halo it's when i was first getting into like bands and st- like playing with bands so i was like 18 19 you know things like that uh this is 2000 2001 i guess ish so no, i wasn't even 18 yet at that point so um it's like r- 2001 is when Halo came out. So I would have been like 17 and I got in my first real band I'd ever been in. And I didn't even know the Xbox existed. I had a PS2 and I was like, "Yay, and cool." I didn't even know the Xbox existed. And they're like, "This is a game called Halo." And they just stuck the Bear Claw controller in my hand and they're like, "Play." <laughs> and I'm like, going from a PlayStation DualShock, which is like and they were like, "Here's the bear claw," <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, I'm playing a game," <laughs> and like they were just wrecking my shit. And uh, like at first I thought I would never have liked Halo because of that, but they were all I don't know. <laughs> it's just I don't know if that was part of the initiation of in the band
1: or what, but uh oh, I got time out. Okay, real quick. Do we want to do a test game night? Is everyone up for it? Is everyone... We got four yeah, of us here. All right. You, you... I, 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 I showed Clark already, but I want to show you. Okay. I turned off all the okay. lights. I don't know what's going on. Be- be- before we get started, let me get a little bit more coffee. I'll I'll be right back. Um, and then we can... It's then Michael. we can well, redo I'll, I'll tell the...
0: Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I have a question for both Clark and uh, Tristan musically okay it's not more of a question it's more like a story um there i was watching a document your your uh your band stories reminded me and also the tony hawk comment before i left uh there there was a uh documentary i I really like the deftones uh and there was a documentary that was made and it was i believe it was after their album adrenaline one of their first or second uh i get hazy on the order on some of those but adrenaline came out and warner or whoever their record label was was pushing them to make a a second or a third which was white pony and uh white pony uh they were having a lot of trouble during the production uh the band like was really comfortable where they were at at the time apparently and they were having some kind of writer's block so they would make a lot of melodic stuff in the studio and uh but they just had no lyrics come to mind so what's his name uh, Chino or whatever his name is, he was doing a lot of the mumble lyrics to try to get the ball rolling. But the what was funny was the band was like, primarily we were doing that, and then while he was trying to figure stuff out, we were just playing Tony Hawk into the ground, uh like in the studio. Like that was the like ninety percent of their recording sessions was Tony Hawk.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know that reminds me of is I remember uh, during one of Corn's not not their most, re- like, maybe two, three albums before. Or it's actually in probably in, like, the 2004-ish, 5-ish range. Yeah. Um, so uh, John Davis was talking about how, like, when he's outside of the studio, he can't listen to music. Like, he couldn't, he couldn't deal with it, right? Like, just Because you're, you're doing music all day long, and so you just can't fucking deal with it. So you know what he would do all day long after he was doing recording sessions? He would play Wind Waker. I, I... Oh,
0: whoa. I thought that you were was about to game say, Chow.
4: wow. No, he was a Wind Waker fanatic. Like, he played that game into the ground. Like, I don't remember what album it was, but that was all he would do all day. Like He, he wouldn't listen to the radio on the way back and forth from the studio, but he'd come yeah, yeah, home yeah. and he'd just play fucking Wind Waker.
2: I told, um, yeah, I told Seth this when we were talking. I, I don't listen to music in my car. I only oh, listen yeah, to
4: podcasts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it on Fridays. I listen to podcasts. And I would yeah. uh before I had before I had podcasts available on my phone, um, I would listen to stand up comedy CDs between shows. Between like when we were traveling. Because I, I can't yeah. Listen, yeah. I couldn't listen to music between shows and or between things. Like I I just it's it's like a thing for me. Like if I want to listen to music, I listen to music. Being someone who makes music and like Actually, was performing music when I was doing that as a like profession thing. Um, I couldn't I couldn't listen to music, like I had to just listen to comedy, and then uh and this was in the mid 2000s, so I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the availability of like availability of podcasts at the time, so I would just listen to stand up comedy. So that's why I love stand up comedy is because that's all I had was like CDs. I would just put in and I would just listen to stand up comedy. Well, like, I was, like, riding from City yeah. City,
4: whatever That's it was. what's funny is, like, my buddies and I would, like, my, I would always end up driving with the drummer um, because I had the I'll van. I'll be
0: right back. While he's making coffee, so I got to do a-
4: it. I had the big van. I'd, I drove a GMC van as my first car, so I would always pack the drums in my car. And my drummer would always drive with me because it's, like, if we're going to crash and die and my drums are going to be burnt, I'm going to be with them. So he always drove with me, so we were, all, we we're always really good fucking friends. Um, so we'd always end up driving to—you know, I live in Colorado, and I live kind of in northern Colorado, so all of our gigs were always in Denver. So it was always, like, an hour drive to whatever gig we were doing, pretty much. And we have to drive down the highway to get there. And it's, there was always basically about an hour. Um, and we would listen to, like, comedy sometimes, but a lot of the time what we'd listen to— played in kind of like a punk rock proggy kind of band sort of thing. That's the best way to describe it. We'd always end up listening to electronic music, and we'd sho- shove, like, the weirdest shit we could at each other— During those drives It was always just like This is the most obscure thing I've ever found in my life And that's what we would listen to It would not even be anything related To the type of music We'd ever actually make It's just about like Trying to like Push the boundaries Of what the other person Could tolerate (laughs) During that hour long drive Um, By the time your mind Was in such a diff, It was just a different place That you're not thinking about The music you're playing When I, I I'll be honest I always fucking Hated Live gigs up until the point you would play. Everything from the second you got there to the second you started playing, I fucking despised. Like, I didn't have a problem with other bands. I didn't have, like, issues with them or anything like that. But it was always just like, honestly, I don't really care about listening to you. I just kind of want to, like, do my thing and just kind of be in my own zone. You show up, you wait for five, six fucking hours. You're just waiting, hanging around, just not really, like, caring. Then you go, you have all this fun, and you're like, fuck it, I got to tear down and do all this other bullshit.
2: Yep, same story. Absolutely, one hundred percent same story. Uh, I did it for so long, and I opened for. It's kind of funny you mentioned corn. Opened for corn one time. I've That's... like, I've done a bunch of crazy shit, but like, I was so introverted. I say introverted. It's crazy. I podcast now. I'm I'm very much though not like that person that wants to be approached and talked to. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean?
4: Like, or I get that
2: thing so like uh yeah that was our that was definitely my thing like i um like i would get to a place get somewhere and you're like oh gosh it's four o'clock unload five o'clock sound check do your fucking sound check and then i just wanted like all my other band members they would they would intermingle and talk to everybody stuff like that all the other band members and all that stuff and i would just want it i wanted to go get dinner somewhere i would leave I would go get dinner somewhere. I would come back. I would sit in the green room. It's like, hey, you're on in 20. Okay, cool. Uh, I would get ready and then like I'd start warming up, you know, vocals, whatever it was, because I was frontman for most of my time. Like I said, play guitar and bass, but I was frontman for generally the uh, height of my, I guess, musical career. And uh get out, go do the show. And then when the show is done, then I'm like, okay, anybody who wants to meet me, anybody who wants to talk, anybody who wants to, like, I'm cool now. But like that whole, that whole day lead up is just like I just didn't know. Agonizing, yeah, right? It's yeah, I'm, the fucking, it's fucking it's worst a ball of anxiety mess that I hate, and
4: I don't want to like just fucking do deal with it. So, <laughs> oh no, I I get that completely. The amount of times people would like, <sighs> yeah. like, uh laugh at me or my friend is we'd bring our fucking like game boys and shit we'd we'd just fucking play pokemon just sitting there waiting just like i don't want to fucking I'm, I'm i'm sure you're great but like i'm not in the mindset to listen to you play right now like that's not the vibe kind of i'm putting out right now like if i want to go see a show i'll go see a show but like we got our own stuff we're gonna be doing and i don't really want to listen to that so we'd, we'd leave a lot of the time kind of go do our own thing for like hours on end and then the second it was over i'm at least for me, because, like, the one of the things I loved about playing, at least, was just, like, the explosion of energy. Like, that, I mean, Travis Barker always talked about that a lot, too, like, as just, like, a drummer. So, it's like, there's nothing, like, you can quite describe as, like, you can prep all you want, but the second you're actually playing, like, something, it, it's just that level of energy is so different, you know? You're a different and person. Once you're- yeah, exactly day. yeah and once you're done your body just starts to kind of constrict down and all that energy just expended starts to hit you kind of all at once and you're just like Goku after a fucking big battle and you're just like oh fuck god damn it and you start constricting and getting all fucking tired all at once and it's just like this crazy release of endorphins that, like, at least for me, when I was done like playing every time, that's where I was just like, "All right, put it all in the gear, let's go home." Like that was that was always my thing is I just wanted to get the fuck out of there as soon as humanly possible. See, that's um, the only
2: time I wanted That's the only time I wanted to talk to people, and not wanted to talk to people, but like that was the only time I was approachable.
4: I, I was approachable, but I just didn't like yeah, hearing was a, anything.
2: I didn't think I was a bad person before, before stage. But like after the show, that was when like if people wanted to say hey, mm. talk, uh, and I was approachable. I mean, like people bring me, uh, you know, you want to take a shot with me, and all that stuff. No, you want to take a picture, things like that. It's like cool. Like I was fine with that. Like I was a way better person after the show was done. And I don't know what that is—that like build up and that explosion, that energy. Like I just, I don't know. I was always an artistic person too. I was always very theatrical, as far as the whole like build up to it. Like, let me just like let me just get in that mindset because uh, we toured with one band in particular who um, the, uh, the singer for that band was really into Star Wars, and I was like <laughs> Star Wars, nice. and so yeah, like they were our opening act like, and uh, when we did a headlining tour and they were like our opening act. And so like everywhere we go, me and him would just like break off and we go get dinner together. Like after we did sound check and everything, we just go like go grab some food or something and everything. And it was cool. Cause we just sit there and talk. <clears throat> He'd come back and they do the opening show and everything. And then I got to sit in the green room and just like brood on whatever my thing was. And then I got to, like, get in that zone, get out, do the thing. And then afterward, everyone was drinking and partying and having a good time. And it was, like, a good thing. So it was, like, you know, I didn't have to really worry about equipment and stuff like that. So it was just, like, a, I don't know. That was always where, like, my mind was. It was, like, after the show was done, it was always a, like, I was always more an approachable person. So.
4: it's funny. I'd always had almost an opposite thing. Like, I was you approachable before the opposite. show. I just kind of wanted to be alone. It's yeah, because, like i was such a technical player like uh, that was always my thing is because we played like kind of punky music but we're super proggy because um, we were all like drum and music nerds in high school that's where we all met and became friends so we were super obsessed with just like super technical playing um and for me being a bass player especially i'd always listen to bands and like i would almost get angry half the time listening to them because the thing about underground or like entry-level bands is their bass players are always fucking shit <coughs> Like, they're always crap, because they're always the last person that anyone thinks about. That's not true of every band, but it was, like, common enough that it always pissed me the fuck off. So I'd listen to bands and be like, oh, this band's pretty cool. But, like, you know, their bass player is just, like, he's not doing his fucking job. Like, there's nuance to this shit, man. You need to do this right. And it always drove me nuts being a very technical player. So I'd go up there, just have an explosion of energy. And I don't know what it is about me just personally. Personally, but after I'd have like a really good show or feel like I did something well, the last thing in the fucking world I ever wanted to hear was a fucking compliment. I don't know what it is, but that is not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear, like, oh, because that's what people would always tell me. They'd be like, oh, that was so sick. I'm oh, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, for some reason in my brain, I would always just be like, I don't want to fucking hear that. I can tell you every fucking thing I just did fucking wrong, and I'm going to explain to you why I did everything fucking wrong. I just need to leave this place right now. And I, just, I, I, was, ne- I was never approachable after a show for that reason. I would just pack up my shit and want to get the fuck out of there as soon as humanly possible. So crazy.
2: I mean, that's, that's an interesting experience, though, and a good, like, perspective on it, honestly. I've, I've definitely... Different with, people, right? That, I've played with bands like that, though, that were kind of in that zone,
4: though, so... Yeah, my friends weren't the same way. They were always just like, hey, let's party and, like, have fun. It's just like, you know, as, as much as I may drink, like, in my later life and stuff, like, when I was playing, I never, like, touched anything during, like, those areas. I just It just never... I didn't want to, like... That just wasn't my jam. I wasn't gonna hang out and like drink with people or anything like that or smoke or whatever. I would just be like, No, I just wanna go home. Like I'd st- I did what I came here to do. I wanna go home.
2: <laughs> I definitely play with uh I think it's funny when I play with the bands that were like uh like so technically like advanced and they were like young and they just had no direction. They didn't know where to go next. Like, as far as, like, where to take... Because, you know, this is, like, early... Like, mid-2000s is when I was doing all this stuff. So, 2004, 2010. And they had... Like, they didn't have all the, like, availability that, like, bands have now, I guess, as far as social media and things like that. And I just think that's crazy. Like, they were, like, so technically far advanced, like, beyond what they should have done. Like, have you ever heard, of, like, uh... you ever heard of Fall of Troy? Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah like bands like that There's just like wow that's a power trio That's like so more Talented than they <coughs> Like deserve to be For like a young band when they came Out and just got shit On like as far as
4: <laughs> No one's gonna remember Them I never said that we were that good but I mean I always felt like just you know like Cause we had, had like I got a guitar hero song I think. Oh yeah, that that sounds familiar. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, was
2: there uh fucking. Forget the FC, uh, FCP Remix or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the one. hmm I got yeah. Like those kids were fucking
4: talented as shit, and they were like eighteen years old when I met them. <laughs> That's why I always felt bad about my friends. It's like that always pisses me off nowadays about them. It's just like they were so fucking good at what they did. Cause I, I felt like I was always the worst, like musician in the band. I was just always better at that's like supposed to be the best place to be in my I'll mind. Say, I was always I was always better at orchestrating shit. That's why I did the production. Cause I produced our albums. Like I I did all the orchestrating and made sure things melded together. That was kind of my whole jam. But that's what always pissed me off about them. Is just like God, you guys are so fucking good, but you just can't like. It was too many like things happening at once, kind of thing, right? That always drove me the most nuts. Cause our guitar player David, he was he he's literally the best guitar player I've ever met in my fucking life. That dude is insane. He sells fucking insurance now, the fucking twat. Like that that, that shit pisses me off so much. Cause he was so technically good, just from like when he was in high school. It's just the the way that kid obsessed. And our keyboard player, you know, he was he was a classically trained pianist. Like he he performed classical music at fucking uh, venues by himself like that was his whole jam and he really incorporated that stuff but like man it's when you get five personalities like together and they mesh it's amazing but like forcing that to happen was just such a fucking chore so goddamn often that was always the issue of just like making those things work together was just such a fucking challenge And I always respect bands that can do that Because it's always that less is more thing Where just yeah. like When people can back off That's when stuff really sounds good Because it's easy to layer shit infinitely And just keep adding shit And just piling it on That shit's easy But like that Rick Rubin approach Where just like you have two or three <laughs> things happening at once And it sounds fucking good That's where the magic happens And that shit is so fucking hard yeah,
0: this is yeah, uh, Rick Rubin is something else.
4: He's a trippy dude. Slipknot hates him, but he's a trippy dude, man. Do they? Yeah, because he like showed up like two or three times during the recording process and like they just thought he was just kinda like, oh, we're just gonna attach his name and we have to pay him a bunch of money kind of thing. Which it might be true for the era that they kind of released that album, but he's he's not he's not really a musician at all. He, DJ. <laughs> he was like really into rap music in like the eighties. Early 80s, basically. He's
0: more of an engineer, right?
4: No, he's not even really an engineer at all. He's more of like a taste dude. He's more of just like you show him something, and like, that works, that doesn't. Like, he's, 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 he's not there to he, build.
0: He helped with uh, one of my favorite uh, Kanye albums, which is Yeezus. That album is crazy
4: good. Yeah, but Kanye yeah. is an engineer, so Kanye knows how to, like, he's going to say something like, hey, you got to cut here, you got to add this, and you got to boost here. You got to add this damn, yeah, right? You got to I mean, compress things cheap. here. Kanye is an okay. amazing producer. He's a fucking shit rapper. I'll say that all day long. Um, but <laughs> the thing about Rick Rubin is he's a vibe hey. dude. like he can't okay. tell you what frequency to boost or cut, but he can tell you if something's good or not you know
1: Hey, Tristan, we can't handle that kind of heat, okay like, you can only do, say good do, things about
4: Alex do you like do you like fish sticks. <laughs>
0: love yeah. them yeah. i love putting them in my mouth you're not gonna I'm get just... alex murdered like kanye
1: You okay this, man? <laughs> I, <laughs> I love how
0: i love how all the reddit is, all of the kanye reddits are full of jonah hill memes because they're like jonah hill <laughs> saved music
4: <laughs> yeah, doesn't he love yeah he loves jewish people now because it's super bad wasn't that the joke no no it's from
0: uh it no even better it's from uh 21 jump street He's That's like, right. and his his post was incredible it was just like um yeah i love jewish people now or jonah hill made me love jewish people now this movie is hilarious and that was he deleted everything off his instagram everything and then uh and then just posted that and it's just like the worst cover of like the dvd from that movie
4: that dude's living his best life i don't care what anyone says about him oh, he just he, does whatever absolutely. the fuck he wants whenever and has no regret about it and honestly that's how we should all live like that dude has it figured out
3: <laughs>
4: God damn. The, the, the alex jones interview was just
0: the best thing i've ever seen in so long like everything is so squeaky clean now uh but then when 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 it's just like on uh, alex jones band.tv network and 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 he's like holding a Bible in a ski mask in like a motocross jacket, and he's like, Hitler made you know microphones and stuff. He's just <laughs> saying things that make no sense at all. It's amazing. Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm currently using a Hitler <coughs> microphone. Yeah, uh, an <laughs> original Hitler.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's definitely weird stuff. If you want to talk about Nazis and things you didn't realize, um, did you know that Mingala uh you can get Mingala tractors to this day? What so Joseph Mingala the, the brand? Yeah, you the can also brand. get
0: bear aspirin too.
2: Yeah, well, obviously. Uh, well, we got that from uh reparations from World War One, but Mingala, Joseph Mingala the Angel of Death from yeah. fucking Auschwitz His family's name He was already rich Before he became a doctor And went to Auschwitz and became a Nazi And all that stuff The Mingala name actually is like the It's like the John Deere Of European oh, that's weird. So Mingala tractors Like in Europe Mingala Is like John Deere Huh Oh, you can get a Mingle Attractor if you really want to get really super hipster with your farm. Hipster. I
3: might, I might, I (laughs) might.
1: I feel like the hipster thing to do would be like to get a horse or like, you know, a donkey, not a Nazi. <laughs> I want to know, I want to hey, know if you guys
2: hey, ever been, They were, they were writs before him.
1: <laughs> I, I want to know
0: you guys' opinions because the thing is with hipsters, there's like clusters <sighs> and flocks of them that ebb and flow with different styles in different regions. I want to know your guys' opinion with East Nashville hipsters, which they're really specific. It's like overalls uh a uh trucker hat um t- t- uh, sleeve tattoos and like uh converse like like chucks I didn't
1: I didn't know like there was different fra- uh, factions of oh, yeah. I thought it was oh, I yeah. thought it was just all the same thing East Nashville hipsters have this
0: country punk rock thing going on right now it used to be a little uh, bit different if you rewound yeah. it was mainly just goodwill clothes and suits and and weird things like that, and then it, yeah. and then it evolved into this like because uh, we have a, like a lot of like dive bar like where just random bands show up, and there's some of them are pretty good uh, and entertaining, but they're usually like really skinny guys. I suspect have a drug problem. They're really sweaty, and they've got like really minimal. <laughs> there's like this there's this type of tattoo that is really uh, interesting to me where it's it's like they're almost like stick figure tattoos. They're like really minimal line drawn tattoos. And uh, they're they're, like we have one local band that's pretty fun called Diarrhea Planet. And uh, and you should look them up if you ever have the chance. We also we got our Stevie Moore back from uh, back from Jersey. I met him. I danced with our Stevie Moore. It was great. But the one thing was, (laughs) <laughs> he's frozen again <laughs> there, there we go we got him back but uh tristan and clark do you know who our stevie Moore is uh, oh what okay first off this guy has the biggest music catalog ever from one person i believe he's at like 600 bro. albums right now he is an extremely eccentric wonderful man um i i bumped into him once at my kroger and i was like stevie and he was like the i don't button, know bro. you he just like yelled what i don't know you and he got in his car and like put his shades on and like drove off it was incredible but like a year before uh i went to one of his concerts and i was like stevie and so i went to shake his hand and he took it and he just twirled me around and uh then he got up on the stage and just did spoken word he went through his spoken word phase that i was not aware of when i got got the tickets i was expecting one of his like experimental albums and uh he just got up there and was doing like this spoken word stuff about George Bush. And I was like, okay, I mean, it was a fun experience, but I just (sighs) wish I could have heard some music.
4: Colorado hipsters are annoying as fuck, man. I don't like them. Colorado hipsters. Uh, That's what I want to know. Remember that that, uh, episode of South Park where they moved to San Francisco and they're all smelling their own fucking farts? Yeah, it's basically like that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar. It's a lot of, like, self-entitled they hold, like, their
0: PBR? Here it's PBR. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, PBR.
4: Well, no, we don't really do the PBR because it's craft brews out here, right? We're, like, the Uh... the main area. Like, craft brews, you want, like, that shit, you come to microbreweries? That's Colorado. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody has an opinion on beer here. Like, it's, like, everyone drinks their fucking IPAs for no fucking, no one likes Uh... them, but they all fucking drink them.
0: If you want testosterone optimization, get off the hops. It is a it is a uh, testosterone antagonist. Yeah, it's
3: yep.
4: No, I'm with a super Mexican woman, so we drink Modelo here. That's hey there you go. Mexican
0: beer is good.
4: I love Mexican uh, beer. That that's just put a little bit of
0: tequila and lime in a Corona, and you got yourself a party. You got you got bring out
4: the gasoline, Seth. After that, all right. It's beer and weed here, man. that's that's all those hipsters I, care about. Like I've never heard so many people talk about the different strains of fucking marijuana more than like <laughs> in the last couple of years, it's got even more insane. like is that it's always cheese? been a thing here, but it's I'm really on the really skywalker. Nuts.
0: I'm really I'm on the Skywalker dank cheese uh, hybrids right now. <laughs> yeah, so. It's so
4: fucking annoying where like they just talk about all that shit. like it's like I really I, I don't smoke I'm more, but I'm just saying I used really- to smoke.
2: What's that? I really want to get on the ground level because I feel like it's going to get passed in my state soon.
4: It's, this is one of the first states it was passed, and it was always a fucking thing here. But, like, in the last couple years, it's just so fucking picky about it and shit. Like, like I said, I used to smoke, and it was, like, to me and my friends when we would, especially when we were playing, it was just, like, you know, it's like beer. It's just, like, when you're drinking, it's, like, whatever is whatever. Like, you don't give a fuck but people get so fucking specific about it it's so goddamn annoying like the conversations we'll have about like oh well, this isn't good shit or this is blah 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 is shut up
0: i'm i'm only on auto Stop. flowers right now i prefer auto flowers uh,
1: <laughs> i'm i'm so, I, I just want to apologize i'm sorry that i was in a little bit of a giggling fit like 2 minutes ago that. what yeah. i it's great I, I love the giggling it, fits yeah i don't remember why but when you were talking when we got onto it was diarrhea
0: planet it was diarrhea planet didn't (laughs) it 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 wasn't
1: that it was i I, a a quick flashback went into my mind when like tristan i don't remember if you were there seth or clark but he was talking about monkeys and how you'd never see a depressed monkey and you'd see a sad monkey but never a depressed one and it just like it it just made me get in the giggle fits. I'm sorry. I don't I can't rem- I can't remember why. But I digress.
2: There ain't nothing left but five brimstone) <laughs>